0: Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Matt. And I'm Meg. And this is... Come in 81 Kilo.
1: A Forever Night Podcast.
2: why i thought that was pre-recorded every time i don't know (laughs) i thought you just hit the button wrong every time i didn't realize that you were actually like okay i'm sorry no that's why i have
0: so much chance for chaos every time Or sometimes i go welcome to (laughs) this is (laughs) because we have a slightly different intro for each podcast so
2: I know, I just, I kind of thought that you did that, you groaned, and then you hit the like pre-recorded, but I don't know why I thought that, I don't, it's because I listen <laughs> I have, to them like in chunks, I guess.
0: Yeah, I have like four variations, and this one I pretend to mess it up, and this one I get it right. Sorry, I had to drink my uh, Ribena alcohol drink.
2: It is only meat and just. Yeah, it's fine.
0: Although what, you're not supposed to use Ribena as a mixer, didn't, isn't that what everybody told you?
2: You know what, they're all narcs, okay? <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're narcs like, oh, and uncool. no, not as a mixer
0: um nick's which one the makeout king has ribena in it and i think it will have posted by the time this posts so we have all of our cocktails that we're putting up on the patreon website and one of them is the makeout king and it has ribena red bull and vodka
2: and it is absolutely delicious and i love it <laughs> and i'm going to be drinking it throughout this entire episode and i think it'll make it more fun for me personally yeah,
0: i mean it makes yeah ribena and vodka and red bull would improve anybody's night because it's like an upper and it, it's got a lot going on.
2: Anyway, um, and it's good for sick children, as we established. <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> Rabina apparently. So, I don't, I don't actually know this from personal experience. I had to ask my mom because she was a child in Canada longer than I was. Uh, apparently, Rabina, you're supposed to use it for sick kids. I never had it as a kid, so. It's that's why you're like, not supposed to use it as a mixer. <laughs> <'Cause there's, laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's like the stuff. It's like the simple syrup at the bottom of a yogurt cup. Kind yeah. of. Yeah.
0: Well, it's. I guess like it's like elderberry here. You can get elderberry syrup, and you're supposed to drink it for immune, like immune yeah. boosting. So I'm sure that's yeah. part
2: of. I I never actually read any of the health benefits on the bottle. I'm sure there's like. Well, if some... you take
0: it and you put vodka in it, you're stealing it from the sick children. I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or you're getting double immunity. You're. Or you're healing like yourself.
0: A, or it's like a hot toddy. The healing potion. Have you ever had a hot toddy?
2: I have. Yeah. I enjoy them very much. Yeah, <laughs> well, hot alcohol really. Is it used just to where be okay
0: at. to give that to your children because it's supposed to help. Yeah, we went to visit some sleep. friends
1: last weekend, weekend ago, and I was telling them about the Ribena stuff, and you're not supposed to use it as a mixer. Mixer, and he says. Oh, yeah, my grandma just always gave me, gave us whiskey when we were sick. <laughs> That's what you gave to six kids,
0: just straight whiskey. My mom, the pediatrician, suggested that she give us spoonfuls of liquor. And he, she was like, what about the alcohol? And he goes, ah, I it on fire first. <laughs> oh my God.
2: Well, you're too old for DCFS to be called at this well, point. So alcohol
1: makes you sleepy, especially yeah. kids. Right. So it was kind of a go to sleep.
2: Here you go, children. This should be a child care podcast. We are giving very good <laughs> advice. <laughs> you know what kids love? Uh, alcohol. Yeah, and and ribena. And ribena. Let's light it on fire first. It's fine, but definitely don't drink it straight like Gare does because it's it's rough to drink it we, straight. We've tried it.
0: Can you imagine how much he must have had? He must never. I bet every time he thinks about drinking, it makes him sick. That would.
2: It's just be that me. it's it's just that it's so thick. Like it's like it's very 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 it's sweet syrupy. Yeah. Yeah. It's somehow, like, syrup, but, like, just diluted just enough that if you had to, at gunpoint, drink it that you could.
0: And I guess it used to be thicker. I was reading—I was trying to figure out a substitute, so I looked up substitute for Ribena, and there was a whole bunch of, like, how do I get Ribena to taste like it used to? Like, now that they make it with less sugar—
2: This is less sugar? Yeah. What's the more sugar? (laughs) Like, this is, I know that, like, the older you get, the, like, more your taste buds just flare out and die. But, like, this is the sweetest thing I've ever had in my entire, like, I got, not like, spoiler alert for later in the episode, I got a little bit crunked on Ribena. (laughs) (laughs) Just Ribena and water, no alcohol. Like, it's, But I was, like, like a hummingbird. You finished that bottle. I I did. I did, I paid my money. I was gonna get my money's worth. I was
1: asleep. Even if you die for it.
2: <laughs> Poor Rachel. Yeah, you were asleep. I was standing by the window like a creeper because that's how long my phone cord was, just chugging Ribena and water, <laughs> while Matt kept looking up like, what, "What is happening
0: here?" Well, it was after we met Gare. We were all recovering in our own
1: ways.
2: <laughs> and the trauma.
1: Yeah. yeah. We got our complimentary shot of tequila. Yeah. At the bar.
2: Um, also, can I just, can I just point out, I had not seen that photo before you posted it on uh, strangeandbeautiful.club, and when I, like, zoomed in to look at it, I have no, no thoughts on my face. <laughs> I have it's never, Empty. It's I, a blank slate. I, yes. You're both, like, smiling like normal people, and I look like a blow-up doll behind you. <laughs> I have nothing on my head. It's. It was such a pure moment of emptiness. I don't recall it because I wasn't there.
0: (laughs) It looked fun.
2: It looked fun from the outside. (laughs) Yeah, just that empty head I was bouncing around (laughs) with.
1: I see this meme periodically of guys being, like, confounded that women don't understand the idea of, like, hey, what are you thinking about? Nothing. No, 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 come on. you got to be thinking about something. And, like, guys are all like. No, like we have our we have our nothing box in our mind and we like to go sit in it and we think of nothing. (laughs) And it's like inconceivable to a lot of people. And Meg, you got to experience the nothing box.
2: Yeah, you know what? I understand it now intimately. I had never I had never I have too many thoughts in my head all goddamn day long, too much. Yeah. Just running through there. I had never found the nothing box. And then I was just violently forced into the nothing box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just walking out the door going, hi, I'm Gare. And then just just, <laughs> just, static. just wind, wind in the trees. Yeah, it was, a, it was a peaceful place. For like a day and a half. It was like a really long time of just like. Even
2: now, the, like the. Uh... the... <laughs> Not to out myself, but for the like the two weeks of work afterwards, I was like, I'm doing the best I can, but there's not a lot of thoughts <laughs> happening up in this brain. I hope this is right. It I don't a... remember how to do my
1: job. Oh, it was a psychic cleanse.
2: Yeah,
0: it yeah, was a fresh fall
2: yeah. Of snow, a full enema, just gone, <laughs> 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 just nothing. I sorry, I, we've we've jumped ahead a little, but uh, yeah, no, spoiler no, alert okay. for later. Just right. just empty brain.
0: This is the director's cut of the bonus episode of our Toronto visit. <laughs> 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 we decided to redo it with Meg because she was there and there's no we should have done it with her in the first place. So I have the sacred texts on my lap, which Meg uh handy dandily made up for us with uh day tabs and what we're going to do each day and a um a meter of how
3: how the likely splash the
0: splash meter, which is we'll just put that out there and we'll just leave it there. Um so we started out the first day was just travel. Um, she put my Vampire Air, which I haven't made my Vampire Air t-shirt, but
2: eventually I will. And it's you'll coming. And see what that looks like. Look for it in the merch store. You look, like oh. I a plug for you. Aren't you proud? Yes.
0: Thank you. Oh, well, you can get to the merch store from Strange and Beautiful Duck Club. <laughs> uh, Tuesday is the first day that has a picture of Gare on it. And it's the <laughs> self-satisfied Gare from, um, which one is the one where Stone Tree almost gets convicted by the... Internal investigations for shooting that guy. And his weird not-wife shows up with the dress that looks like if she breathed heavily, she would just pop out in the
2: flashback. Don't you have a wife?
1: How no, do no, no, no. No, the flashback. Nick's flashback.
2: Yeah. Oh, boobsy mick, watch your face. Yeah. yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got it on the first try. <laughs> the,
2: the one who, like, hunts him down across time. Yeah, yeah, the one
0: who's like, I have spent my entire life trying to get revenge against you. For this immortal life that I would not have had otherwise. <laughs> she seems to be enjoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I've killed a bunch of people. I haven't bothered to count that one. I, anyway, I'm, it's a clip yeah, from that. I'm
1: chasing you down to kill you. because God, it's
0: one of the last few episodes. Here, Even though
1: I've I've had to kill a bunch of people since I've been a vampire.
2: Not had to. She's like into it. He's like, oh, have you not killed people? And she's like, Psh, yes. Yeah, obviously. That's okay. the best part.
1: That's...
0: Oh, okay. And now I'm going
1: to kill you. <laughs>
0: And her hair's terrible. Like, it's fine in the p- flashback. And then in the present, it looks like she over-attacked it with a straightening iron and a crimping iron and a hairdryer all at the same time. Maybe she can't see her reflection.
2: Mm. Mm. Is it fatal mistake?
0: No. no. Maybe. Here's
2: the, here's the list. Although my list is not in the same order Yeah, as yours. it's
0: fatal mistake. <laughs> I know from the thumbnail. <laughs> I knew from the thumbnail that one's fatal. I was thinking fatal mistake, but I think I was conflating fatal mistake and false witness. But anyway, um, we started out the day by going to the cookie outlet, which Meg was disappointed about, but we weren't disappointed about because there were cookies. There just weren't as many cookies as expected.
2: So it should be all of the broken and garbage cookies that this factory makes that like just don't meet whatever their standards are. And normally when you go there, this is it's like a real outlet. It's not like one of those stores that calls itself an outlet. And then is really just lower quality product made for more money. It's like an actual off cast of the actual cookie. Like it's attached. It's still attached to the real cookie factory. And normally when you walk in, there's just all these dump bins full of garbage bags of cookies. It's amazing. It's like the best. I mean, like little fat 10-year-old me like loses her shit every time she goes there. So I was like <laughs> building it up. I was like, Matt, Rachel, garbage bags, <laughs> mountains of cookies. <laughs> so many cookies. So many. And we got there and I don't know if they're I should have looked this up before uh recording a podcast about it. I don't know if they're like shutting down the outlet or if they're moving the outlet because we saw another another place that looked like an outlet directly across the street or if we just got there after like a bunch of other fatter people got there before me. I don't know. But we showed up there and half the bins were just gone. And the other ones were empty. And I felt like I had built this up to be like Willy Wonka's (laughs) Wonderland. It was like one box with a garbage bag of broken cookies inside. It was so disappointing. But like, generally, generally, I highly recommend it's the Mondelez, Mondelez, I never know how to say it right. The Mondelez Peak Friends cookie outlet. And I think it's technically in, in what East North York, it's technically in North York. But if you just Google the Peak Friends cookie outlet in Toronto, you'll see the pictures of what it looks like. When they don't ruin my life with actual cookies. But <laughs> we were fine. <laughs> but, like, normally, like, actual, like, leaf bags of cookies. Yeah. So that's how I built it up. And then we showed up and it was, like, here's one bored teenage girl behind the counter with, like, one sad little mine cart bin with, with, reje- <laughs> with rejected Pokemon cookies that no one else wanted to buy. It was so disappointing because it's, like... It was it's a it's a drive from downtown Toronto. It's yeah, like twenty it
0: was, minutes, twenty five yeah, minutes. maybe, mostly because of traffic. It yeah. wasn't that
2: far. There
0: was just a lot of traffic everywhere in Toronto. Well, yeah, it's it's a, like a city, city or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. We also went to Harvey's, You're which I skipped.
2: Me. <laughs> You're killing me right not, now. Not
0: Hardee's, Harvey's. And that's where we got poutine on our way. Like, we crossed the border and Meg was like, we must eat
3: Canadian fast
2: food. And so we went to Harvey's. I feel like one of the themes of the week was uh, how much can I ruin your stomach biology, mm. which is what I do every time I'm home. So I think that that is the traditional uh, way of eating of my people. It may just be the traditional way of eating of my personal people, <laughs> not my entire country. Well, they were
0: all Canadian-specific delicacies, so... Yeah. I have to imagine this is a Canadian... That's just how Canadians eat we, every day. We do. We get crunked up on meat. Just an excessive amount of meat. Oh, so much
1: meat. <laughs> yeah.
2: So much meat. So we went to Harvey's and we got uh, the Big Harve, which I'd never had before. It is too much hamburger. (laughs) The regular (laughs) harv is enough harv for anybody. (laughs) Don't go big harv. Go regular (laughs) harv. The big harv was so...
0: Well, it could have been the big harv and the poutine.
2: It could have been and the the frings. We got the frings, which are half fries, half um, onion rings, which I think Burger King has finally started offering that, which, good, good. That's the correct portion. You don't need all the rings. You don't need all the fries. You need frings. Half and half. It's, yeah. it's exactly right. But afterwards, I think uh, I, I will just speak for myself. I had the sweats. <laughs> 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 I was messed up. <laughs>
0: and then after the cookie outlet, we went to Casa Loma, which I actually think the episode uh, Be My Valentine, when he's standing outside the window, he's standing out. He being LaCroix is standing outside the window watching Natalie and Nick make out. He's standing in front of this very distinctive looking wall. And I think that's the wall around
2: Castle Loma. Oh, I wish you would have said something while we were there. I would have made you guys reenact it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I didn't notice until we came back and watched Be My Valentine because Be My Valentine is so triggering for me. So I don't watch it very often.
2: That's my favorite episode. Well, that's I love the it so
0: one where much. he's like, Fleur, you can't be a vampire. You must die young so that I can assuage my guilt.
2: Oh, yeah. No, he's I mean, yeah. Uh, Nick is definitely like a little dickhead in the whole thing. But, yeah. Like he gets to kiss or almost kiss Natalie. LaCroix gets to be like stars are the only comforting light. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, it's good. It's just triggering. But we went to Casa Luma and we
2: spent um, <laughs> like five hours at Casa Luma. So in my defense, <laughs> it was so- I feel like I'm going to say that a lot this episode <laughs> In my, in my defense. On the – I've never – I'd never been to Casa Loma. It's a place that they take um, school kids on school trips a lot, but uh, we left when I was 12, so I missed whatever the prime time for bringing kids on tours to this house is. So I went to their website, and they were like, yeah, you can get through the whole house in an hour. So I was like, okay. So I planned our day like it would be an hour of, like, looking at a nice house and taking pictures of places where GWD, hashtag GWD, had made out <laughs> with ladies. And it turns out that it is a giant <laughs> mansion, and it was also decked out for Halloween – which I feel like I did not enjoy that much because it, it just got, like, annoying kind of kind of quickly, I feel like, the Halloween yeah. stuff. But the main house itself um, was really cool and was very interesting, but it is still a, like, it is still a mansion, and every room has a little uh, audio tour guide segment where they tell you, like, this is what the room was for, and this, these are interesting things about the room um, and about the people that live there. So, like... Even if you skip, as uh, I will admit that I did, if you skip some of the audio tour parts, it's still, to walk through the whole house at top speed will still take you about the four or five hours that it took <laughs> us while we were there. But it's like, it's a cool, I yeah. mean, even if you're not looking for places where GWD made out with ladies, which uh, is a fun hobby, uh, <laughs> even if you're not doing that, like it's a, I don't know. I thought it was, a, I was, I was glad to like have finally seen the main house. I thought it was. it was very cool and very, very beautiful. And I found out that the, wife of the man that built the house was integral in bringing the girl guides to canada um so that was kind of cool you never you don't ever really hear about her you hear about um lady Baden powell and all the stuff that she did like the english like from england english people that like Mm -hmm. kind of brought stuff over but i hadn't realized that there were like local celebrities who also were involved in the girl guide um system so i thought that was kind of that was kind of interesting they had like little displays of the Girl guide uniforms. I, I liked it as a former lapsed girl guide. <laughs> <laughs> as a not very good girl guide.
0: Yeah. I rewatched Father Figure, the one where you see the fireplace that we stood by. And I did not realize they were just straight up in Castle Loma. Like Daniel runs through the library at the very beginning. And then when Nick comes out and ambushes Daniel to give him, get him to give Jeanette her purse back, he's coming out of the, like garden
2: thing the conservatory oh, yeah i'd never realized that either so when you watched it could you actually see that it was the same fireplace we stood by with the lady with the blue um, it's
0: only kind of in the background in one part it's not they're not when they're like standing and talking they're in front of a different i think they're in the steakhouse what's now steakhouse? oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because of the way that angles kind of work out where you can see the fireplace we took a picture by but yeah the, he they walk down that out that hallway that's right there by the conservatory that's what they're walking
2: down when they're like. Ah, huh. I'll have to rewatch narrating.
0: it. I was like, oh, I recognize this. I've been there. It's
2: fine. Well, next time we'll have to see if we can <laughs> like maybe just do the steakhouse and not the tour of the whole place because that steakhouse looked like a really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, any place that has a decorative picture of Prince
2: up over the right
0: mantelpiece. Absolutely. <laughs> they, yeah,
2: I don't. I don't remember what that room. It was like some kind of an antechamber to begin with, and they've turned it into a steakhouse with like a bunch of, um, like it's it's supposed to be like. You had a like an 18th century room and then someone came in with spray paint and they like made it cooler, which yeah, I know is obnoxious, but like I like it. I really <laughs> like it. So I, I like the vibes of it. Um, I had looked actually originally into like getting us reservations. It was a little more than what we had in the budget because it's a fancy steakhouse and a yeah. tourist attraction. So if you just do the math on that. Yeah. But um, having had a chance to like peek over the half wall into the cool steakhouse, now I'm like, oh, maybe next time. Next time we'll yeah. plan for it for the gathering part 2
3: <laughs> the,
0: the gathering <laughs> so we went from there back to recoup for a little bit like sit down for a second and then we went to the Stormcrow Manor which was really cool and they just had like a holiday market i followed them on instagram because i want to feel bad every time i go on there <laughs> that i can't just visit the stormcrow manor um at will but they had like everything is nerdy so matt rolled a burger like rolled a d20 to decide what was on
1: his burger oh yeah that was fun
0: the dungeon burger yeah. and they presented it in a chest and meg got gamma juice obviously
2: yeah i uh so my my username on i think most every website at la- online is shulky at law because i'm a lawyer and i have no personality so um they had a drink with um light up plastic ice cubes in it like green green ice cubes in a green drink and so they called it yeah something like gamma juice it was like the she hulk cocktail so yeah. naturally i was like well I don't have a choice. There we go. I I'm had getting to that. Get that. It was It was it good. really good though. Yeah. 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 I was surprised. I thought the alcohol was top notch. Um, the presentation was really good. Uh, you guys got the, what the, um, what do they call it from? Um, the, infinity? the Infinity. The Infinity Stone, Stone, Stone shots. shots. Yeah. Infinity shots. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, they played music throughout the entire restaurant. They paraded the drinks around. I thought they had missed our table. I thought someone else was getting those drinks. But they, <laughs> but they just paraded them around the whole top floor of this. Uh, so the restaurant used to be a mansion. It looks like so. Like you're on the top floor of this mansion, and that's the theme of our trip, I guess. Mansions. Yeah. And they they like brought it around. There were sound effects. There were lights. The drinks themselves were in a little a little box that lit them up from the inside. And uh, alcohol, just like A plus quality. And the shot
1: glasses had a little compartment in the bottom with some dry ice, so the shots all bubbled. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah
2: I forgot about that. Yeah, the presentation was really good, but like also, I was surprised that the food and drink quality was also good. Do you know yeah. what I mean like I thought it was going to be more theme parky with like garbage food? But I I would go back there again. I really yeah, I really for enjoyed the food. it. And yeah. then they
0: had the option of playing games. They had a shop, like a little shop, which we didn't get to spend enough time in because we needed to go, but.
1: Most of the shop was the infernal <laughs> vending, vending machine. machine.
0: Yeah.
2: Which uh, I only had a couple of toonies on me because I had left my little coin purse back at the um, ghost hotel where we were staying. But uh, we had just enough to purchase. How do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> Erotic, dinosaur smut yeah erotic yeah. dinosaur fiction and um we got lucky enough so somehow the way that the little books were stacked inside the vending machine when i put the money in two of them came out so rachel has her copy <laughs> I and i my have copy. my copy and i assume i will be listening i assume How that
0: Stego got his groove back
2: yes yeah i assume that uh feast sheath and shatter will be covering <laughs> this book at some point because it really sounds directly up their alley so yeah. i listeners
0: please tune in I think the weirdest part about the description is I don't think the dinosaur
2: is anthropomorphic in any way. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I so I haven't read the book either. But yeah, from, from the back, it does sound like yeah. a reanimated dinosaur-shaped and dinosaur-sized dinosaur. It would
0: be like um, Jurassic Park if somebody got it on with one of the velociraptors. But the velociraptor, not like wear velociraptor, not sentient velociraptor, just like...
2: Well, aren't they? But it's—he has like he's sentient a little bit, right? Based well, on the thing. we'll find yeah. out when I read it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I mean, otherwise it's just bestiality, and it'll get. Uh, rolled, well, I out. mean,
0: is it not if it's sentient, <laughs>
2: like if it can talk to you, but it's still a stegosaurus? I, you know, don't ask me legal questions. I'm gonna have to look up later. <laughs> you know, I, what point do we go from? At what point is it a person?
0: Yeah. At what point is it a person? I don't know because people complain about beauty and the
2: beast and he's clearly anthropomorphic. Yeah, he was a human he was a very very hot human man yeah. who gave me a lot of unrealistic expectations for adulthood and also <laughs> some unfortunately very realistic expectations for adulthood. <laughs>
0: I shared a, a reel, I think I shared it with Matt, and it's this woman, like, it, they're redoing Beauty and the Beast or whatever, and so she gets captured by the beast, and she's like, oh, no, I'm caught by the beast, and then she's like, I love you, because she's just so excited to be with the beast, and then the beast turns into a person, and she's like, shit, no, go back, and he's <laughs> like, I can't, you healed me, and she's like, I didn't want to heal you, <laughs> I wanted <laughs> you the way you were, <laughs> so, so that's so that upsetting. She shows
1: up with this, this big fur coat, she's, she's like, like, can you wear this? and this hat and growl (laughs) put it on
2: you know what love love takes a bunch of um strange forms
0: all right and then wednesday of course was our great day of visiting all of the filming locations
2: are you not going to describe the picture that you just very callously moved past in the book, Rachel? I spent <laughs> Were you so much time photoshopped making that picture?
0: a picture of me on top of Elise Hunter during the scene where Nick is like, "Elise, I can't," and then he flies away. <laughs> We're in there in the Royal Ontario Mo- Museum, which we went to visit. I did include the photo that you took of Matt, where Matt's pretending to <laughs> almost bite me.
2: I mean, if we're there, <laughs> where if, if we have the opportunity to reenact a scene from the pilot, why would
0: we? Why in Rome?
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, next time
0: if wow. we go, if I... we go with people, doesn't Kristen have that leather coat?
2: Uh, she did just uh purchase one of the leather coats from um early in the sh- in the show. I don't know if it's the one from the. Actually, I, let me see the picture and I can tell you, because it's got weird little um straps on the shoulder.
0: Yeah, I think it's the same coat.
2: Well, Kristen, if you're listening, I think you know what you must do. While I rustle this,
0: uh, you can't quite tell in your picture, but I'm. Oh, yeah, I covered I'm it up with a bunch of i almost positive it's the same one.
2: Oh, then that's it. If it's kind of like a, an olive green or brown color, like a light brown. Olive yeah, I think green. it's a
0: light brown, although it looks dark on the screen. Kind of see it
2: there. Maybe I feel like in the first season he's wearing a lot of cool leather jackets.
0: He has a lot of statement jackets. He has a lot of statement jackets because he has his purple members-only jacket, and then he has a couple leather jackets. Well, you know it might not be because that leather jacket gets shot up. Because remember, he gets shot with an Uzi, and he tells somebody that he keeps it because he took it off a dead drug dealer, and it reminds him of how precious life is. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest; like, after...
2: <laughs> I don't think this will surprise you. After a while, the words just fade away, and mm. I'm just I'm just looking at happy pictures. right? It, it's like
1: the motivational speakers say people don't remember what you say to them people remember how you make them feel
2: and matt i do i do very much remember how he made me feel yeah
1: there you go <laughs> just more proof That's all or that yes, i remember more anecdotes.
2: but we did
0: start the day not to keep us on track or anything the P meal way as meg writes because <laughs> we went not <laughs> P meal bacon
1: The signature sandwich of Toronto.
0: (laughs) Yes. Two of them from two different places. Toronto. Toronto. From two different places. We got Paddington's and Carousel Bakery.
2: So Carousel is the original. Um, Paddington's is like the slightly newer one, but I think they're both like 100 years old. They're in St. Lawrence Market uh, in Toronto, which is a really cool food market. Um, Like prepared stuff, but also like stuff to bring home and cook for later. And it's just... Uh it's, I don't, it's just like really, it's it got a cool like train station vibe. I don't think, yeah. it, I mean, originally uh, we found out, we, we had like a little history lesson. We found out that it used to be the city hall for Toronto um, when the harbor front used to be closer. So that's another thing we found. I had no idea that they had added to the frontage of the, the right. land. They extended yeah. the landmass yeah. almost a mile. Yeah. Which is yeah. why Harbor Street is not actually on the harbor. It's a mile. And, it's a mile out. And
1: Front Street used to be waterfront. at the waterfront. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um, if anyone gets a chance to go, besides stuffing your face full of food, go upstairs, see the History Museum. It was very interesting. You got to see the chair that the mayor of Toronto used to sit in. Um, And then I think they have rotating art exhibits. So that was – I found it kind of cool and educational. But I did – I'm not going to lie. I can't pretend to be classier than I am. The reason I took them there is because it's got female (laughs) bacon sandwiches, which is – like the iconic yeah it's the iconic sandwich of toronto and i don't I, for american and international listeners i don't really rachel and matt will maybe have to help me in describing pea meal bacon but a but like the reason it's called i keep saying pea meal because i have an accent but it's pea meal like corn meal mm-hmm. so originally they took whatever cut of meat the the bacon is from you would slice it and then you would roll it around i guess you'd roll around first in the pea meal and so on the edge of every slice of meat is like a little tiny, like a breading. Yeah, yeah, a little tiny breading of this of this pea meal, and I think it still is pea and not corn, but like it's yellow. I don't know, but it's it's essentially just a big kaiser roll with a bunch of meat just thrown in the middle. Yeah, and yeah. it's
0: delicious. It. It's like the cut of meat that they use for bacon in England, not the American bacon. Is it back
2: bacon? Is that what you call it here?
0: Um. Oh, the bacon here is like part meat, like ribboned. Like right, but I mean, meat, like part. But the one that we had was like mostly. Ham. Yeah.
2: But if you were here and you were trying to order, if you and you ordered back bacon, would that be the same thing? As no, that'd what be we fat had? back. That's fat back. Okay. So It'd just be straight fat. This is like... You'd
0: have to order Canadian bacon if you wanted that. Kind. No.
2: I, I, this friendship will end. Canadian bacon is a crime. Canadian bacon is a ham and it is a crime against my people. And I had never heard of it before coming to America. And I thought it was p and I was so excited. No. And I got ham. I got Lunchables. Yeah. I was so mad. It's just circular. So it fits on sandwich it's a sandwich better. It's a crime. It's yes. it a. It is the closest hate crime that I can imagine to my people. And I think any Canadian listening will support me in this. Yeah um but it's it's hard to it's i don't yeah it's solid it's solid meat it's like pink and wrinkly it's if you look up pea meal bacon you'll find a bunch of expat sites being like where where can i find it please get it to me yeah i don't know i i really enjoy it i i'd never had it the paddington's way you guys had it the paddington's way where they add
3: marmalade toppings
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i like i think i had marmalade and relish and a couple other things yeah and it was good i kind of liked matt said he liked the one with the toppings better
1: yeah, I liked Paddington's better. I
0: kind of liked the Carousel one. I think it was a little saltier.
1: Yeah, and Carousel just, was saltier, but it was a little too dry for me.
2: Well, I know you... So you, we could have gotten stuff added to it. I just got it the, like, the plain way. Yeah. Traditional way. Yeah, the meat and bread.
0: Like the glazed donut. It's, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I remember, I remember the first time that I did like a taste test cause I, I, I'm also a pig and I can't not do a taste test. But I remember <laughs> thinking, oh, one of these has better meat and one of them has better bread, but I don't remember which one I thought was which. So it means not I have to order two same. sandwiches. I mean, we ate them twice
0: that day. So it was fine. It was fine. We walked around with just
2: bags of meat in your backpack. It was my backpack, backpack <laughs> meat, <laughs> backpack sandwich. To travel meat. And it, we didn't get sick or anything. So, you know. It's fine. I, I vouch for it yeah, it was cooked. It's
0: perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, we went from there to what used to be the exterior of Nick's apartment. And I actually think the building is slightly different, but it still has the water tower. You know that you see the from the bottom up water tower every time we see the exterior of his apartment. So that was pretty fun.
2: Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a part of Toronto I'd never been to before that was. Uh, we
0: got to go over the fancy bridge.
2: Yeah. The water I step in is not the water I stand in. Yeah. It's like a famous it's a famous bridge in Toronto that I had never seen in person before. I'd only ever seen pictures. So I got really kind of emotional uh when we were walking up to it and I think Rachel and Matt thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> but it's like a very it's a it's a Oh, really we know there's something well, wrong yeah, with no, us. But, like, but it's the same kind of thing that's wrong with us. Yeah, but like specifically as to like tourism, you know. Mm. So a different a different mm. a different flavor of wrong, I guess. And it used to have a giant clock in the front of it um and then at some point they took the clock out, but you can still see where the clock used to be. Um and the Streetcar still runs, like, right under it. I don't know. It's a very Toronto site, if you ever get a chance to go to that bridge. I think it's the Don Mills Parkway, I feel like. I, I If you just Google, the water I step in is not the water I stand in. Bridge, Toronto, you'll find it. Um, but, yeah, I thought I thought the apartment was like kind of was kind of cool. I think yeah. everyone leaving the apartment didn't know why we were taking pictures outside
3: of <laughs> their home. We kept accidentally opening the door. Yes. We were
0: trying to take pictures in front of the address, and it was just a wave your hand in front of it door. So we kept – oh, we could have just gone in. Been like, hey, anybody know which apartment is Nick's? <laughs> I know it's just the exterior. Don't give me that look. Okay, and then we went to the library, which is the library that pretended to be Nick's second precinct. Yeah. It's the 96th precinct. Which was in kind of a
2: an area that maybe I wouldn't have been as comfortable going into at night. But in the daytime it was it was fine.
0: Yeah, it was nice. I it was interesting because once you go inside, I mean, I don't know. We went inside to
2: use the bathroom, but it was really cramped for a library. It did seem like they had the library space and then they just kept adding more and more and more stuff on the inside. I did yeah. I did like that they appeared to have built um a community center into it and then, like, add the community center on the side. Like, that just seems, like, smart planning. I thought yeah. that was really – that was really cool, like, in terms of community services. I really – I enjoyed that. But, yeah, it did seem like – I think because every time I see that facade, I immediately see the inside of a police precinct where they're, like, really spread out. Yeah. And then when we walked in and it was, like, the – um Metal detector at the door, and then you're immediately at the front desk. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is like an actual library.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> which I haven't, I feel like I haven't been to a real library in so long that I was like, oh, yeah, like they, they stayed the same size. I just got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Grew up since so the last time you went to a library? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not, you know, not emotionally, but like physically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we went to see the exterior of Natalie's coroner's office, which was maybe the most bittersweet one because it was like oh I recognize this but it's clearly being slated for demolition they took the sign down like the sign was flipped around so it didn't say corner's office anymore and the windows were boarded up and it had the notice on the side that somebody had spray
2: painted all over and there were just pigeons everywhere well the notice had been has been there since 2021 based on what the language of the sign said so yeah. like, it's been slated for destruction for a while it was, it was really hard to find like if I, I don't know what like the neighborhood looked like Thirty years ago, but right now it's like a lot of very different uses. And then this like Ontario government building kind of shoved behind, like a bunch like some restaurants, yeah, um, and yeah, some condos.
1: And it, it was apparently hard to find for the locals because the guy no stopped that was and the, looked at us <laughs> when we were, we were uh, debating confused, on the court. Well,
0: we were debating uh, on the corner about where to go. I was like, I think we go that way or that way. And he's like, Well, I'll like, help. Where are you going? And I didn't want to be like the corner's <laughs> office. <laughs>
2: Well, it would. I mean, like it's the abandoned former coroner's office. Like to make it <laughs>
3: much more creepy like, subsidiary and normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he
0: was like, oh, "Okay, oops, sorry, no." And I'm like, "It's not that I don't want to tell you. Like, I'm not being secretive. I'm not sure how to word this, and I can't remember the address off the top of my head." So I was just like. I don't know. I was like, I, you know what? The Thank you anyway. I don't want to tell you.
2: I'm but I'm glad that. that we were able to see it before it's yes. torn down. I mean, maybe if we go back next year, the sign will still be there for 2021. <laughs> with more spray with paint. With more spray paint, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there were there were lots of um, pigeons and like many, many squirrels, I feel like. Yeah. Which was surprising. So many surprising. creatures.
0: It had a very, I, nobody's been in this building in years, Air to it.
2: Yeah. Again, a am glad we came here in the daytime because I'm, like, a little skeeved out yeah, being here. Yeah, it was here.
0: a slightly less nice
2: area than well, the... Yeah. I library. think it's just because it's, like, a street behind all the other streets.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, like, a main... There was no, like, nobody's coming there for... There was no Tim Hortons on that street, let's put it that
2: way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to tell everyone about your new um, obsession with Tim Hortons. <laughs> well, it was really good. I don't see why anybody wouldn't get obsessed with Tim Hortons,
0: and they're everywhere. So anytime you are like, cut. Damn, I wish I could have it's another a, Tim every Hortons. Every two to
2: three it's blocks. Like, oh, <laughs> anytime <laughs> we had a street that they didn't have a Tim Hortons, I felt I felt Rachel getting a little nervous. <laughs> That's when I was like, we're I in think, a bad place I now. Was like, I
0: think we're in the simulation. There's no Tim Hortons here anymore. <laughs> uh, but we went from there to the church. Um, which is St. James's church. We needed saving. I'm just going to keep us on track, maybe, but a little bit. So we went to the church, and that's the one where he's standing outside of it, in for I have sinned. And I took the video of Matt where I went the wrong direction, which actually that video got like 500 and some views. It's the most. my any. Well, usually I get like 100 maybe, and that video I got like a little, like, badge I was like congratulations you got over 500 views you're welcome uh because because
2: yeah, <laughs> your male model there was was staring at the church he's all like oh, like,
0: he's got the he's got my bag full of stuff and then he has his come in 81 kilo shirt on and then his hat on backwards and then his like nick sunglasses oh no
2: no i was not even being sarcastic it was very male model i'm very proud of you man <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You brought it. You brought your A game.
0: We even went in, and Meg felt compelled to donate to the church to say sorry for having only come
2: there to see if it was the Forever Night Church. It's not even a Catholic church, but it turns it turns out that even if you're no longer Catholic, Catholic guilt will come up real fast inside your belly. And if you can donate via Venmo to any churches listening, it turns out that that also is very compelling. Yeah, it was
0: like, oh, you want to give, but you don't have cash. Here's a QR code. Here's our Venmo. To just wave Go my ahead. phone on
2: this little on this little computer screen to absolve yeah. myself of the guilt. Of of going into the church and being like, where's all the vampires at?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which it's interesting they use that church, which is an evangelical church, or is it Anglican? I thought it was Lutheran. I don't know. It didn't have a confession booth, let's let's say that.
2: Oh, no, it was clearly a different, well, either a different inside or they had added stuff.
0: Yeah, unless they built a confessional, they used a different church interior, which makes you wonder. Maybe it was just... The spot was better for filming
2: for the exterior there. Well, because they had that big lawn on the one side. Yeah. Which we came back to later for further
1: reenactment.
0: Right, because I was like, I went the wrong way. Because, of course, we went back that night and watched for Sin,
2: And I was like, dang it, I was supposed to go from the door to you, not from you to the door.
1: Right, and we were looking at the wrong side of the church.
2: Uh, you were right. It's an Anglican Episcopal Church of Canada.
0: Oh, okay. I knew it was, like, Catholic adjacent, <laughs> but not Catholic. Like, because... Anyway, it's fine. We're just going to leave it there. But then we went back for a bit of a rest because we walked like, I think, eight miles or something that day. Oh, Ben McNally. Yes. We also went to the Ben McNally bookstore, which is not the bookstore that they film Stranger Than Fiction in because that was James whores.
2: It's So the original bookstore was the Nicholas
0: Hoare bookstore. Nicholas Store. Whores. Thank you. I knew it had a Whores at the end. <laughs> and he retired, sold it. And then Ben McNally is like the spiritual successor.
2: Yeah, I think Ben had originally worked at the Nicholas War bookstore or at one of the branches. And then he did his he had his own bookstore which had a similar kind of like wood-grained everywhere vibe. And then they got I think they got basically kicked out of that space or, like, priced out of that space. And that space is now a walkway. They don't even have a store there. They just, like, made a big hole where the store used to be. Mm. So we went to the son of the son of the bookstore <laughs> <laughs> that was used in the TV show. Um, and just a little plug for them. I, they're, they were very cool inside. Like, they're still working on getting set up. Like, they're not totally, you know, like, full up and running yet. They don't have all their, like, wood paneling. They have some wood paneling, which I highly recommend. Um, they, oh, they were – Plenty of wood paneling. It was – there there could always be more wood paneling. <laughs> like, like a station wagon, there could always be more. Yeah. So they um they have a book club where they will like make they will pick books specially for you. Like it's not just their regular book club. They'll pick books specially for you. They will send them to the states, which I know because they are sending me books to the states, which is my new favorite thing, getting books in the mail from them. Um they're a small independent bookstore. I think we should support them. Yeah. They were it, nice to me, be nice to them. That is
0: Ben McNally.
2: Yes. In Toronto. If
0: you wanna look them up. I'm sure you could contact them and set it up. And I think Meg set it up. So instead of getting one a month to save on shipping, you get them quarterly, right? Three books at a time. Yeah. Uh Yeah. yeah. So that made the shipping reasonable to the States. But if you're in Canada, hey, hey, you can get one a month. So you can join a book of the month club in a Forever Night adjacent book club, like bookstore. You can tell them to only send you vampire books. I bet they'll do it. They're cool. Can you get them to send you the uh, – that would be hysterical. Be like, well, I really like this show called Forever Night. Do you think you can find – like, there was one, I think, written by Nigel Bennett
2: and (laughs) – You know I already have them and signed at home right now. (laughs) How dare you question my bona (laughs) fides. But if you, dear listener, do not have the Nigel Bennett books, uh, not only – not only can you get the Nicholas Horton, not Nicholas Horton, you can't get him to send you anything, the Ben McNally bookstore to send you the books, but if you're part of the uh, Forever Night fan-, fan club on Facebook, uh, P.N. Elrod, who wrote the books with Nigel, has a bunch of, like, signed book plates that she will happily send you if you donate to charity. And I know this because I happily donated charity to get <laughs> some signed Nigel Bennett swag. So I'm giving you a double plug right now. Go buy some books from an independent bookstore. Go support this author lady and charity, probably, on Facebook.
0: Yeah, and I'll post a link to the Ben McNally website in the show notes. I will do that. And then after that, we went back to take a rest because it was a really a long day. <laughs> We walked like ten miles. We walked like twenty four thousand steps. That's how many, and that was with using
2: the streetcar. That's true. Although, like to be fair, with all the meat that we ate, I didn't lose a
1: single pound. (laughs) (laughs) It it was balanced. It was
0: balanced.
2: (laughs) It was an exact
0: balance. The streetcar was cool, though. We had fun. We even rode the subway. We rode everything. We rode the bus, the subway, and the streetcar.
2: That's right. Yeah, we did. We we did the trifecta. Yeah, we did all of it. And it was so cheap. You guys, you got a, um, a Presto card, which gave us for the whole day. It was what, like $10? It was like 13 so? Canadian dollars. Yeah. yeah. So nothing. And we could ride whichever. Unlimited we... use
1: for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was fantastic. It was really nice. Support the TTC, you guys. And we, we
0: had reservations at Salva, which is the <laughs> restaurant that is currently in the Raven. And we had them at 630. And I suggested to Meg that we push it out a little bit. So we had some time to rest. <laughs> Which turned out to be good because we needed time to rest, and then we got an Uber to go to Salva because we were so excited to go eat
2: there. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but can you can we just discuss what happened when I called them to change the the reservation? Yeah,
0: Meg was like, "Oh, I have a reservation." They're like, "Oh, are you Meg?" <laughs> she
2: was like, oh, "What?" <laughs> their website was like <laughs> their website was like, "Please have reservations." You need to have... Res- I was like, okay, I'll have a reservation. And then when I called to change, I think I'm the only person who had a reservation. Because <laughs> they knew exactly who you were. With such a... Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Let's... I will... Back to you.
0: So you changed it to eight o'clock. We went back and we got fancy. And I actually wore my... Or was that the night before when I wore my, my jacket? No, you And somebody, somebody was like, oh my God, is that a Forever Night
2: cast jacket? That was that night, yeah.
0: And I was like, yeah... <laughs> I need to get better about talking to people that talk. Oh, I should have been more gregarious. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> did you work on the, did you work on Forever Night? Like I would have been like uh, 10. So no, I didn't say that. I said, no, I bought it from Catherine Disher." I didn't say that either.
2: I was at child carpenter. On- <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that was just, it was the only time my jacket got recognized the whole time we were in Toronto. But it was really cool. Like. Somebody was like, "Oh my God, is that?" The? He was like, "Wow, that was a really long time ago." Like, people yeah. still
2: people still remember that show. I was um, at one point during the trip. I split up from I split up from Matt and Rachel, um, and I was in an Uber by myself. So I was texting my godfather, who still lives in Toronto, um, and I was telling him what we were doing and like the whole point. And he's like, "Oh yeah, one of my patients I think used to work on Forever Night. Like it's it seems like it's still permeating through the culture." Uh, he he wouldn't give me any more information about the patient, which is fine. It's like medical <laughs> ethics, whatever. Fine. <laughs> but Canada uh. doesn't have HIPAA. It's. I'm sure we have something HIPAA adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, uh, but we went
0: to we went to the Raven Salva and got pictures outside. It was very exciting. And when we went in there, we discovered why Meg was the only one, uh, or why Meg was so instantly recognizable. and was because the restaurant was mostly empty. <laughs> Bless. Yeah. That restaurant was trying so hard. Um,
2: it was empty except for the very unsuccessful date happening next Which to us. Which was right
0: next to us. Like, you could spread sat us in or you could spread us out. They're like, here's some entertainment for tonight. Would you like to listen
2: to this blind date? <laughs> Rachel was slightly closer than me and I, um, I'm i just deaf at all times anyways. So I made Rachel be like my little personal hearing aid. Yeah, what, was, what's going on now? That was
3: awkward.
0: <laughs> it was so awkward. My favorite part is when he stopped and he was like... Uh, well, you haven't done any talking. She's like, you haven't stopped talking, which is fair. He had not. And he goes, well, what are some of your red flags in a relationship? Uh,
3: this. Meg goes, abort, abort, abort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when given the chance to talk about myself, instead, you ask me to talk about what I need you to not do so you can worm your way into my life. Is that what we're going for here?
2: so rough if if you're listening hun you deserve you deserve better you were very pretty and he was a lot and i'm so sorry
3: for you
0: (laughs) i mean it was really good i enjoyed everything we got we got some kind of like seared brussels sprouts we got uh paella
2: yeah all the food Um, was um like shareable size which i thought which originally i was like oh i just i want to oink all my own food but it was it worked out well it was
1: like lots and lots and lots of food yeah um i got to eat all the lobster legs
0: yeah oh the crab legs crab Crab legs legs. remember we Pointedly oh, did, yeah. not yeah, like, did not get lobster. And you were like, You were like, What about the lobster?
2: <laughs> that was another running theme of the trip, I think. Matt being denied lobster. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: being like not consulted. Because <laughs> then we weren't gonna go see the CN Tower. And he was like, When are we gonna go up the CN Tower? And I was like, uh, ah, I just decided not to do it. And you were like, The one thing, <laughs>
1: the one thing the I, wanted, one thing to I wanted to do. And I then, could
2: hear his little heartbreak in and his then chest. he made a
0: face, like <laughs> sad face. So of course we went up the CN Tower. Which was fun.
2: We did yeah. a lot of things that school children do, I
0: feel like. <laughs> well, that's because it's educational yeah. and touristy. Yeah,
2: which is, I mean, it's it, the sweaty vibe we were going for. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Um, it
0: was,
2: sorry, continue. Sorry.
0: No, I was going to say we went home from Selva and that was the end of that night. Oh, uh, actually, no, we went to Sweet Jesus. We did. But
2: before yeah. Sweet Jesus, do you want to describe for the listeners the vibe of Selva? I really think that you need to tell them what this restaurant looks like before they walk in and are a little shocked <laughs> as we were. <laughs>
0: Radioactive
1: rainforest. Um, it was a little
2: weird because it looked like the
0: Raven. Like it was the ra- like I know where the bar is. I know where the columns are. I've seen the inside of the Raven. Like I can't tell you how many times. And then to be in it, but then it looks like. How do I describe this?
2: <laughs> I think Matt was spot on when he said radioactive rainforest. Radioactive
0: rainforest. Yeah, but with like fake foliage hanging from the ceiling, and, and there was one lights. part that had little fake fish.
2: Just floating in Just the air. Just
0: floating in the air, and it felt uh, the the. So I have looked at some more reels on Instagram since then, and I think the fake foliage on the ceiling thing is a thing, because they also had that in the morning after. So I think the vines on the ceiling are like very.
2: Oh, the other restaurant, the other brunch place. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: that's grammable right now. I don't know. That's probably oh me. yeah. The
2: whole the whole place was very was very much for the gram, but hashtag.
0: the tiny. Very fake-looking fish
2: <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> it's a very weird. Did I take drugs before I walked in the door?
1: Yeah, I don't maybe, think maybe I do psychedelic, was... radioactive rainforest. Well, then yeah. there
0: was a, like a giant bonobo monkey thing over on the wall that was staring me in the eyes the entire time. You're
1: <laughs> I supposed was to go scared. take selfies in front of
2: it. It was, but it looked sad. It looked like it did look sad. I agree with you. It's, it's sad a very because sad because nobody's taking selfies. Yes. Yeah. Um all of the all of the paint on the walls was uh black light paint so like yeah. the sad animals they all had like glowing Not eyes. Not just the walls,
0: Meg. The ceiling the also, walls, The walls, the ceiling and the floor yeah. were all decorated
2: with ultraviolet there paint. There was a lot happening. But just I I cannot stress enough how amazing the food and drinks were at this place. Just yeah. like top Agreed. notch. Um, the service was really good. Like, very, very attentive. Surprisingly <laughs> attentive, I think, because we were her only... <laughs> to, to Yeah, to me. Per, yeah, I mean, look, I, I got you game. anything
0: else? No, it was good. Yeah. Should have wheeled us out like a cocktail tower. And <laughs> like, sense. you know what I would like? A cocktail tower.
1: Yes, for the price <laughs> of 10 of one of their cocktails, you can get a tower... <laughs>
2: which I thought was a bong when we walked in which was very confusing to me because I know it's legal in Toronto but I didn't think it was that legal in Toronto (laughs) it's not a bong it's a giant tower of alcohol but their drinks I thought the presentation of the drinks and food was good I thought the quality of the food was was really amazing I really enjoyed it the entertainment of the couple next door blowing up was also was also great um just I did not expect to be I thought based on the website it's very much like new hipster sultry restaurant like come here from bay street after working a long day on the canadian version of wall street and relax in this cool artsy place and then we came in it was like it was like disneyland on drugs (laughs) i was like i was not prepared for this but if you can if you can like just prepare yourself for like the black light weirdness The food was amazing. It was so, so, so good. (laughs) It's just my eyes couldn't figure out where to focus the whole night. It was just an odd aesthetic. It was. Yeah. I don't
0: know.
3: It's not what I expected. Yeah, it
0: wasn't. But it was fine. I would go back. It was just a lot. I can see going there on like a fun date night knowing it's going to be fun to be in this weird space.
2: Yes. It was more, it was like artsy leaning more towards fun than pretentious but I think just knowing what you're getting into before you walk in the door. Because I think you and I, I think all three of us walked in and just stood there with our mouths agape for a second.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) I had no idea what to expect. I think it was artsy leaning towards fun Trying to be pretentious, I think that that was the, you're not wrong because there yeah. were the TVs behind the bar that were this like continuous zoom in thing, where it was like zooming into part of the picture, which turned into
2: another picture, and it was just this never ending. Like I try to be nice. It is. It, it it tries a little hard. It tries a little hard. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be very nice for the podcast. But I really, I really enjoyed the food. I would yeah. when I was looking at the menu, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. It's all shareables, and it's only, it's only. Fish and Brussels sprouts. Like, am I gonna like? I mean, I like fish. I like Brussels sprouts. But it, I was like, oh, it seems like it's only fish and Brussels sprouts. And then the food came out in like giant, forty-five person family size platters, and it was all delicious. And it was all like just the right amount of food. I feel like we like timed it. We aimed it just yeah. right. I I would recommend going there and trying it out and having a good time. It's yeah, just, I think it was. I think it's
0: worth
1: going. The just, vibe is prepared to be if visually stimulated. If you're yes.
0: expecting the like high. And '90s grunge vibe of the Raven, you ain't gonna get it. But that's okay. It doesn't. It's not the Raven. It's Selva. So just go and enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy being in the space where Garrett definitely made out with somebody there.
2: I mean, to be fair, that's every street corner in all of Toronto. But <laughs> but specifically in this room, yeah, the lips, yeah. the lips that sank a, a thousand chips were there. I
0: can't imagine filming there because it was so cramped. Like it was a very low ceiling. Yeah. it felt like a basement.
2: I can understand why they would have switched to a set for the second and third season.
0: Yeah. You can understand why all the shots are so close in season one because there was no option.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't back up. There's a wall behind yeah, you. Yeah. It's low
0: ceilinged and there's support pillars everywhere. I'm not sure who walked in and was like, I think this could be our bar. I think this is where we could film everything.
2: I get the impression that a lot of restaurants have come and gone from that spot. So probably mm. they just cut it between... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, uh, it's good a good price on it.
2: It's in
0: kind of an odd spot, although it's not it wasn't that far from the street that had sweet Jesus on it, which was the street like we saw a lot of blue jays people coming down that street. So it must be like a It's by the um,
2: the SkyDome. Sorry, right. the Rogers Centre. It's the SkyDome to me.
0: Yeah, it was not far from there, but it was also kind of I mean it's tucked into a basement. That's that's a hard sell. What well, was a It above was just it. down the street oh, from Oh, there's a bar above it. And Vicky Didn't office. We d- so. <laughs> Didn't we decide there was a bar above it?
2: Yeah. It's my understanding based on their website is it's two or three separate uh spaces owned by the same people. So okay. I think there's like a bar, there's like a club bar, then there's like a bar restaurant, and then I think there's like a third um event space maybe that they all have like about the same the same address. They're all kind of in a cluster there. They're all they're all there together. Okay. I don't know. I recommend it. It's just well, then weird. we went and got
0: Sweet Jesus ice cream, which was really good. And it's like soft serve dipped in just a bunch of shit, like whatever you want it to be
2: dipped in. So good. It's My favorite, my favorite, you will mess yourself up on Sweet Jesus ice cream. You can't, you can't get the big size. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how iron your gut is. You can't, you can't handle the big, don't try to handle the big one. It's too big for you. <laughs>
0: And it's all covered in stuff. And then we went and sat outside, and that's where we watched that pigeon die for like half an hour. It's not maybe the vibe
2: I would have chosen. <laughs>
1: <The> <laughs> but slow it feels is appropriate. appropriate for yeah. a vampire show, uh, Weekend. tourism visit. Just yeah.
2: sitting there licking an ice cream cone
0: while watching a pigeon that dies. Having walked 10 miles to find all these ridiculously old filming locations, which we're very fortunate that any of them still exist at all. And then the next day was the day we went to the CN Tower, which Matt was really excited
1: about. Yes, I was excited to get to go up the CN Tower again. Yeah. The almost 30th anniversary of my first trip up the CN Tower. And
0: I had never been before. I don't know why. I went to Michigan every year of my life for 20 years, 25 years, and we never went over into Canada. We'd go to the Blue Water Bridge. And we eat ice cream by the Blue Water Bridge. And then we go home. (laughs) We would never go over the Blue Water Bridge. I don't know. But on Thursday, which has a one drop splash level. I haven't been keeping you updated, but splash level has been fairly low. round one or two. Until we get to the day we actually go to Stratford. But we went to the CN Tower. And then we actually went to St. Lawrence Market.
1: Yeah, we went back. To have, I think we just went to walk, walk around. around while Meg did her stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, I. It sounds like a drug deal. It wasn't. It wasn't actually a drug. De- it's sort of a drug deal. I, so what I did was there's um, this sculptor who I found online. So there's this sculptor I found online. She's based in Toronto. Her name is Sydney, and her last name is Madia. M A D I A. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but. Um, her Instagram handle is S-Y-D-H-E-Y, like Sid, hey, like, hey, Sid. So she <laughs> she makes all these, um, these sculptures, and I've been following her online for years, and she had this one really cool one of like a girl with little headphones on and a little puffer jacket. And I just, I loved it with all my heart, and I've been trying to buy it from her for like two years straight. So when um, I realized I was going to be in Toronto, I like set up – Cut, yeah, it, it feels like a drug deal now that I, now that I talk about it. But it was – I set up like a time where I could like meet her at her studio to like give her money and she would give me <laughs> this little sculpture. So while um, Matt and Rachel were back at St. Lawrence taking in all the Canadian culture, um, I was Ubering around, <laughs> around town to a location I'd never been to before in the back of like <laughs> the warehouse district.
1: All by yourself. So, pretty
2: much, yeah. Yeah. I don't I, – I think I have both kidneys, but there are parts of the trip I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and I and I went and I I bought a little sculpture from her. I I feel like that was like the other theme of the trip is trying to support um small independent businesses and, and local artisans because yeah. I never you know, I it's how often do we get the chance to do that? So um I I got it and I she um very nicely put little packing peanuts in it and wrapped it up in shopping bags and I took it home and stuffed it in my luggage full of clothing and I packed it very carefully and now she lives at home next to my record player and I'm very happy about it. Well, so very cute. Um, I think she still I, she still sells stuff um, online from her online store when it's open. So when it's open, give her a. It's like I think <laughs> it's open when it's open. I think it's yeah one of when those. she has stuff probably yeah. yeah. Um, and I think she does shows in Toronto. So if you're in Toronto, um, tell her it makes us high and that she should make more sculptures for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's where we got our
0: gyro and souvlaki first because oh, yeah. yes. we went to Saint Lawrence Market while you were about and then you joined us and at St. A Lawrence Greek Market.
3: Restaurant.
0: Yeah, and we went to the Greek place in St. Lawrence Market and got souvlaki cuz you can't not get souvlaki. In honor of Skanky. Especially
2: since we all knew Skanky was about to die. Matt didn't. So we're <laughs> like sitting didn't. there eating souvlaki, weeping, and Matt's like, oh, is this, this is
1: normal. <laughs> what's, what's going
3: on here? Why are
2: we so emotional about Skanky all of a sudden? <laughs> and, and okay, so we put, we I me, me, I put pictures up on Instagram because I have, uh, if I don't put pictures up, did I even live? And I put up pictures of us eating souvlaki. And I said we were eating it in honor of the incomparable John Capelots. And he liked it. He liked our little <laughs> and picture. He even
1: commented. He
2: said delicious. So my whole <laughs> life was – my life was made through Thursday. My life got made even better on Friday. But my life was already made on Thursday. So thank you, John Capelots, for liking our picture. Yeah. And actually Thursday is the day we
0: left Toronto. So we had already checked out of our apartments. We had nowhere to go. So we went from there to Kensington Market and walked around Kensington Market, which, like Matt said, just Matt described it perfectly. Felt like it was an abandoned area, and a whole bunch of shopkeepers just squatted. Yeah, in they just the, moved
1: in and squatted there, and that is kind of a bohemian set vibe. Shop.
2: Yeah, spray painted a lot of stuff gold. It was so yeah. cool. It was there's yeah. like restaurants and vintage shops, and they're um, all
1: in just residential houses. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I, I feels like that's another thing i hadn't realized until we were talking about it everywhere that we went in toronto used to be a house and and now is not <laughs> yeah weirdly but it was um we got to see so kensington market uh famously has an abandoned car that's been turned into a planter so i dragged poor matt and rachel whose feet were sore up and down side streets until we found the planter and then i made them pose for it to prove that we had been there um there's an instagram famous store there that sells like two pound um, croissants, which we didn't eat, but we did photograph
1: <laughs> like a Wait, What? This is the first time hearing a, What? No, a we stopped. We stopped in front of
0: yeah, the restaurant. no, I pointed it out yeah. and you were like, oh, I think you were just, we had eaten was, so much meat. I
1: was disassociating at that point. That I was think.
0: a, that was a tough day because it was yeah. after a big day and then we didn't have a real clear like goal. It was just a fun walk around day.
2: So Matt was like, uh. And so we were also still full of the meat sweats. So to then be like, Matt, eat two pounds of croissant, I think would have killed all of us.
0: And he was just really excited about
2: the Blue Jays game. We were all excited. I mean, I was excited. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think, you You know what, you guys. Well,
0: we went to the, uh, (laughs) fine. We went to the store
2: and bought you because you wanted the white on white.
0: Blue Jays. very
1: specific.
2: I, you know what? I'm not good at making choices. So I had made a choice beforehand and exactly what I was going to buy. Um, cause I couldn't, it's hard to find Blue Jays stuff in the States. The closest I found was an Australian website, which was not going to have gotten me my little Blue Jays, uh, Jersey and hat before the game. So we were smart and we went to the store at like two in the afternoon on game day and there was no one in there. So I yeah. got a very attentive salesman.
0: <laughs> it was quite busy during the game. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I'm glad we went. We we timed it just right. Yeah, Yeah. going in the Sky Dome was really cool because I've seen it obviously in pictures, but it was really fun to go there and actually be inside it.
2: And the Jays were so good. We had such good seats. They did win. We uh, we had to leave early, but we left after. We left at the exact point that um, both teams stopped scoring. It was <laughs> it was perfect. It was just perfect. And we had, um, I made everyone eat street meat. Yeah. So we all had hot dogs. Rachel had a hot dog with poutine on top of it. I did. Matt had a hot dog longer than his arm, which was very exciting for all of us. Uh, it was just, it was, it was a good time. The Jays were perfect and the Sky dome was all lit up and it was supposed to rain and it like- We even rained got to drops. watch the dome
1: close. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just um, I annoyed the hell out of Rachel by by whispering higher than high the peak of the fire all <laughs> all day long. <laughs> it was a good. <laughs> really the best part about the Jays game except the hot dog
0: and the seeing the Sky Dome close was the guy from Saskatchewan sitting behind us who was having a conversation with somebody next oh. to him. And it was the most Canadian conversation I've ever heard in my entire life. I missed this. What, okay. You didn't hear him back there? No. Oh my god, it was hysterical. Because the guy was like, oh, where are you here from? And he's like, oh my god, I'm all the way here from Saskatchewan. And he's like, oh my god. I, I totally retired. I was like 39, man. I don't even know. So I just come here all the time. I love the blue <laughs> And then he was like narrating. He's like, oh, this guy, he never hits. You just just watch. You just watch eh? it.
2: Was <laughs> what is this hate crime you are doing to me? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's what it felt
0: no, like. No, no. I seen. think
1: Rachel's got the. <laughs> is that an accurate depiction the imp- of the accent? The impression. Yeah. I think she's got it down. <laughs>
0: That's what he sounded like. <laughs> it was amazing. I was I was just in love with listening to this man talk. Well, I learned oh, a lot it, about it the Blue two Jays. guys
1: with like the same accent. It was like the great white north baseball edition
0: (laughs) well they were talking about the baseball players which was really interesting so he was like oh this guy usually scores this guy doesn't and then it was like oh last night they actually played the same team and they lost last night by the same number that they won that night and he was saying they hadn't gotten a run in like five games (laughs) like this was the first time the blue jays had scored
2: I don't normally I go to Jays games and they're just well not like, normally once every ten years I get to a blue Jays game and they're just not very good. So like my expectations were very low. And then getting there and having it wasn't just scoring, they were all getting home runs. I was yeah. losing my goddamn mind. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the guy behind us was like, Oh yeah, he hasn't got uh he hasn't got a run in uh you know, twenty innings. <laughs>
0: and then of course Kayvon was our favorite player. So. <laughs>
2: I like that we, now as a podcast, have our favorite Blue Jays player.
0: Yeah, Kayvon. Yeah. I'm not Kevin. Not that guy. And there was a Vladimir. We should really,
2: honestly. Oh, Vladdy? Well, but, like, everyone loves Vladdy. Like He's like a, even I know, even I know him. He's like a big star guy. So, I think, I like that we root for the little guy. And we're rooting for Kayvon. Yeah, Kayvon. Kayvon, we love you. (laughs) Um,
1: Also, just. You were great.
2: Just for, uh. Anyone that happens to be uh, busty, here's just a little PSA: if you um, if you buy a jersey, maybe don't buy it in your exact size. Maybe just maybe go up a size because if you buy it in your size and then you jump up and down a lot, freaking out that the Jays have scored, uh, you're gonna flash everyone in your section. So just as a PSA, uh, you know, just in general, theoretically, uh, you know, maybe just maybe don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or
0: buy the t-shirt that doesn't have buttons.
2: Yeah. Or, you know, if you want to make some friends at the Jays game, uh, I nearly had a boyfriend. Rachel got in the way of me getting a boyfriend at the Jays game. (laughs)
0: When we were going to go get hot dogs, Meg held her hand out because it was quite crowded. That way we wouldn't get separated. So I took her hand and the guy was like, oh, man, I was going to take it.
2: We did did the baby elephant walk. So, like, I didn't hear or see anything. I just had my hand behind me, like, doing a come hither. And I could have had a man, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I should have just waited and been like, come on, anyone, anyone? <laughs> it could have been a love connection. <laughs> maybe, we could, maybe it would have been the guy from Saskatchewan behind me. No, it
0: could have been. He's already retired. I mean, that's money. I mean. He I, retired young. He was in the logging trade or something. It was so... he,
2: what,
1: you got his whole, his whole yes, biography? Yes, because
0: he told the guy next to him. So. Yeah, the,
1: the guy sitting next to him, he didn't know. Yeah. They were just strangers that sat next to each other and he's, they're just telling <laughs> life sharing story, life stories. Yeah.
2: Man, well, I mean, I think as this podcast and perhaps future podcasts will establish, I'm not against an older gentleman caller. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with There's
0: nothing wrong with with that. Quite the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then day five is labeled Stratford. Can you feel it? We are in the splash zone now.
2: (laughs) I regret nothing.
0: (laughs) Yes, of course. This was the day we were going to go see uh the man we went to canada ostensibly to see i mean we went to see everything else too but this is what got the whole ball rolling down the hill because meg was like you know we could just go see grand magic like uh yeah okay and then all of a sudden we were staying for a week we were going to toronto we were going to, (laughs) to jay's games sorry i'm real loud that's okay that's what the acoustic tile coasters are for in fact, there's even a picture that she found online of Garrett with two women, and she just put blacked out their faces and put me on one side, and then wrote you on the other side.
2: Okay, blacked out their faces sounds like I'm a serial killer. I just put a little black circle over their faces, and then right, in white fine. writing, put me and you. Which doesn't make it less serial killer-y, I realize this as I say it aloud. I use the computer to black out their faces,
3: okay? It's fine. Not a Sharpie. It's fine
2: and normal. And I just, from this point on, I, I know he's not listening, but yeah, sir, if you're listening, please please don't listen to the rest of us. This. <laughs> this is
1: not for you, <laughs>
3: please.
2: <laughs> but we went to see Much Ado about. Well, we stayed over a bar first, which was really cool. And
0: like, yeah, like, we really arrived quiet. in
1: Stratford yeah. at like eleven twenty.
2: <laughs> the bar closed at midnight because I guess at Stratford the sidewalks roll up at midnight. Which you're a town full of actors; they all like to get drunk. Why? why yeah, is the bar But they closing? are also
0: too poor to get drunk at a bar. They're a drunk at home. I mean, that's that is fair. Yeah, yeah.
1: they they may um, maintain their own bottle collection.
2: Stratford yeah. actors, uh, if you see podcast people in the future, I will buy you a drink because yeah. I love all of you, and I'm so sorry, but I love all of you.
0: And Matt ended up having to drive the car away, and we noticed that there was a cat cafe. So that night, before we went to bed, we already had reservations at the Cat Cafe.
2: Uh, not we. You were the one who was on
3: top I of this like a ninja. <laughs> I
0: was
3: like, Cat Cafe,
0: Cat Cafe, Cat Cafe. So I got some reservations at the Cat Cafe, which we actually opened to the Cat Cafe, much to this woman's like... Ugh. Chagrin.
2: chagrin. Yeah. We were there outside, like with our noses against the glass, going, where did where Kitty get? the
0: kitties? And can I say, uh, I have a new dream job, which is the like ambassador in the cat room who was just in there to introduce people to the cat. She's like, This is this cat, and he's my little ball of sugar. And she's just
2: like, <laughs> I, so I very much enjoyed the Stratford Cat Cafe, which I think, isn't that just its name? Isn't it just like Stratford? It's Alley Cat. cat a- Cafe. Alley Cat. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I recommend I recommend them the the coffee. I don't think we ate there, but we had um, we had some coffee and it was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, it was it seemed pretty clean. I mean, like a cat cafe always has like a mild sousant of urine, but like <laughs> I, like very mild. It was very mild. It was very clean and nice. Yeah, I have only been to two. Like this is my second cat cafe, so I don't know if it's if the first place I went was an outlier or if this place was the outlier. I've never been to one that had like a cat concierge who stays with you. <laughs> I she she was very nice, but like I I was like a little uncomfortable.
1: I got a vibe her that presence. she's a volunteer.
2: Ah, uh, I got maybe. the vibe that she's a volunteer. That like maybe they they didn't like ask for volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would
1: say she she I got the same She was very she was. nice. She I, was very I'm, sweet. I'm a
2: bitch, and I'm I'm sorry. I just like the I was I thought she was like bringing us in to be like here's the rules. Don't take a cat home with you, <laughs> you know. Don't hurt them. Um, I'll come in in an hour because you only you're only allowed to be in there for an hour at a time. Like you pay yeah. for an hour at a time, and then she just didn't leave and kept making like chit chat about all the cats. And then I was like, okay, I don't. It's because w- you wanted to be alone with Toby. Where I Toby's is my soulmate. <laughs> Toby is
0: adorable.
2: Toby's is the cat that like completes me as a person. And I have cats at home, and they're not going to listen to this. That's fine. But like. Toa Beans was a big black cat who has uh, diabetes, right? I yeah. Um, and he came out and he sat in his little donut cushion that is his little throne. And he just wanted to be loved. And I wanted to love him. So I don't know what happened the rest of the time we were there. I spent an hour staring deeply into Toa eyes <laughs> and him into mine. So.
0: <laughs> it was very sweet. It, like, it was an older cat who had been abused. And it was... On a weight loss journey, but it also had diabetes, and it kind of limped, and it was just like, I am here for love. So I
2: identified with him on several levels.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for love. Deeply,
2: personally, intimately. Yeah. Tobians and I know each other's journeys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Although they have the one cat that had its own special warning that was like, I'm just here to be a guard cat. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't interact with me. (laughs) Like, you'd think you'd remove that cat. Like, take it home. Find it a foster Mm -hmm. Instead of making it a permanent resident,
2: it it did add a a little hint of danger. Um, yeah, and then they had another cat who uh, I think normally lives with the proprietress of the of the cat cafe, and he has feline, um,
0: FIV, FIV,
2: yeah, FIV, yeah. What is was it feline immunodeficiency virus? virus, yeah, yeah, the cat cat AIDS, cat yeah, HIV, cat HIV, yeah. Um, and he had to. So normally he lives at home with her, but uh, she brought him um, into the. I was say into the office, into the cat cafe that day, and he had to live. He had to sit in a little glass room, kind of by himself, so we could see everybody, but he couldn't interact, so he couldn't infect the other cats. Um, so we were allowed to uh, to go back in there and pet him and give him some time. So that was that was very sweet. I, felt, I think I mean, he was
0: adoptable. I think that's why they brought him in. He just can't be in a house with the with other cats. Yeah. yeah,
2: But he he was a very sweet temperament, and I like I got like a little emotional being with him in his little glass. Because he doesn't live in the little glass cube, but but like here is this poor animal in his glass box of shame, and it was yeah. really it was uh, more emotional than I anticipated being inside the cat cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, <laughs> that day. It was
0: a good. It was good. It was, it was a, just sea a nice of estrogen. Like, oh, let's sit here with these cats, Matt. Managed to lure a shy cat out. And yeah,
1: yeah. The cat had just, I think the cat had just been.
0: You like ginger vibed?
1: Incorporated like two days before. And
0: yeah, you ginger vibed
2: with him.
1: I ginger (laughs) vibed with the cat and got it. I've got language. to come yeah. out of the the tiny corner that it was huddled in. Yeah. Yeah, it
2: looked really scared. Um, and yeah. Rachel got to sit
0: next to a cat orgy. So that was fun for her. <laughs> they were all sucking on the blanket. It was really
1: cute. <laughs> yeah, it was like kittens who'd been. I followed them on early. Instagram.
0: So I'm watching all of those cats get adopted. Good. They should. They have. A, they need to go to a home. A good home. It's I a mean, good thing we lived a really
2: long ways away. That's
0: what in a different say. country. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, As a person who has taken cats uh, from one country to another, it is doable. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it's good. We have enough cats. (laughs) Good. Uh, But after we got done with that, we ate lunch, and then we went to see Much Ado About Nothing,
2: which was really, really good. So good.
3: It was so So good. good.
0: Yeah.
2: Graham Abbey uh, and Maeve Beatty played the two main characters, and they are like Stratford pros, and I love them both so much. Graham Abbey does a lot of like... Angry groaning, which it turns out is my favorite interpretation of Shakespeare. I just, I just want to hear him <laughs> groan and moan and like, oh, I don't, I don't know why. That's my favorite. I want all Shakespeare to just be entirely expressed through like angry grunts and like <laughs> sarcastic <laughs> aside to the audience. And I just, I like him so much. I, we didn't have, we made the decision not to like stay afterwards uh, and like stand by the stage door uh and make him uncomfortable because we had another man to make uncomfortable yeah i think we were
0: all in a weird headspace because we were all like
2: tweaking out
0: ready we were
2: (laughs) the level of tweaking out that happened i think slowly increased throughout the day until really i could have vibrated through a wall with my particles (laughs) by the time by the time that grand magic happened but uh i highly recommend if anyone gets the chance to see anything with Graham or may i'm sorry Mr. Abby, Ms. Beatty, they were <laughs> Graham. I I got I got a little too. We'll discuss. I got a little too personal with <laughs> with people's names. I I'm trying to be polite with people I don't actually know, but um, yeah, just like just like a plus pro Shakespearean actors, and it was really accessible and really really funny. Um, and even though we were sort of I like I didn't get the very very best tickets, we were kind of near the back of the it um the orchestra, but it was still close enough that we could see everything and. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, and and um, as Rachel pointed out when we were there, they changed the ending to the play. They modernized it a little bit. Yeah, I um, thought that was really good. Yeah, a little bit like more a of a feminist. Um, I was gonna say retelling. A little bit of a feminist twist on on the ending, um, which I thought was was really kind of cool. Like, uh, like bringing up like questions of um virginity and like you know things people had done in their past before dating you. And I I don't know. I thought I I really I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I thought, because to me, the ending of Much Ado About Nothing is usually very problematic because um, they shame her. They wait. They don't discuss it with her. They wait until they're at the altar of the, like, on their wedding day. And then he shames her at the altar.
2: Before um, they think that she has had sexual relations with someone before she's getting married to this new guy.
0: Right. And then she has to pretend to be dead because this shames her in front of everybody. So it totally ruins her reputation, like, all together. And then ultimately they find out that she didn't do that and so he's like, "Okay, well, and now I'm willing to take you back."
2: And they give her a whole speech where she's like, "What like what do you mean you agree to take me back?" Right. They and changed,
0: they changed. Yeah, that's bit. where they changed it where instead of her being like, "Oh, thank God, now you're willing to take me back." It's like, "Yeah, but am I going to take you back? Cuz you were a bit of a bitch and you were a coward, and how can I expect that that's not what's going to happen the next time somebody in any way insinuates that?" I was unfaithful.
2: Yeah, you immediately believed everybody over me. Whoops. Right. How are we going to have a relationship going forward? But they still end up together. But I like that there's that, um, like that reckoning.
3: Yeah,
0: like we need to establish rules before we move into this. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And then of course we went out to eat, which was the famous Yellow Jacket dinner. God. Dinner daylight. Oh yes. Yellow jackets. Poor <laughs> Matt. Jackets.
2: Matt had to uh <laughs> save us from being murdered by killer bees, basically.
0: Yeah. I mean it was they they were understaffed. The food was really good. And I just wish they'd had enough staff to, I don't know, clear away the bee cups, the yellow
1: jacket cups.
2: <laughs> there were uh there were hornets or yellow jackets that just kept um falling into like sweet alcoholic
1: drinks. Th- they were open just like there was one slices on the of table. fruit, yeah, and wasps love anything sugary. So they had like just an old cocktail cup sitting there with a slice of orange on it, and it's covered in yellow jackets. And they didn't like clean. The, they were probably waiting for the yellow jackets to leave before they took it back to the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were worried about taking a like, swarm of yellow jackets into the kitchen. Anyway. I
2: think you're putting more thought into it than
1: <laughs> Maybe. They did. Maybe.
2: But, but it just seemed like it was like multiplying, like there were more cups and more bugs and more bugs and more well, cups. Well,
0: Matt knocked the orange slice into that cup and put a tray on top. So then there were like six yellow jackets in that cup. And then another yellow jacket showed up on yours. And so we knocked that yellow jacket off yeah. into a so cup.
1: I, I, dropped, I covered up... <laughs> Another cocktail cup with an orange slice in it or whatever fruit it was, moved that over. And then there was one buzzing around Rachel's drink. And I just took my empty water cup and tipped it upside down on top of there and trapped it on a plate. So at the end, there were three cups with uh, like seven or eight yellow jackets between them (laughs) over on another table. And at that point, the rest of the dinner was peaceful.
2: (laughs) Yeah, after you'd gone full-on bug-bomb man. Yeah, yeah, we
0: left them out as a warning. This is what happens when you mess with our table. Weren't we sitting next to some 20-something-year-olds that were all talking about how old they are? Uh,
1: oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, the the whole table <laughs> behind you guys Miserable. is filled up with, like, the youth. Ten, the youth. Ten people, like, you know, young professionals or whatever. Talking about how much, uh, adulting is so hard. Uh, uh, I have so many responsibilities.
0: But it's okay, because then we went back, we got changed into our fanciest of fancy clothes. And then we went to Grand Magic at the Tom Patterson Theater, which was really beautiful. It was brand new and was really beautiful. But fuck the theater. We weren't there for that. (laughs) So we got in. First of all, we went to take pictures out front, and it was the most Canadian thing happened possible, which is a guy walked by and said, hey, can I take that photo so you all three can be in there? Like, Thank you. Sure. And then another person walked while, by and was While like, that
1: person was framing up the shot to take a picture of us.
0: Uh, yeah. Can I take that picture so all four of you can be in there? And I thought. My immediate thought was like an artistic experiment, like a happening where we do that and we see how long of a chain we can get, like how many people we can get
2: in the photo. Us just in every fancy old man coming to see <laughs> Grand Magic.
0: My favorite part is we got there early specifically so we could scope out where we thought they were going to walk
2: out. Oh my
0: God. Are yeah, we... so
1: where, where is the back exit that so, the actors are going to be so accessible? I had,
2: I had found a photo on Instagram from... Um, another couple who had who had been to Grand, Grand Magic um, earlier in the season, and they had gotten a picture with GWD, and so, like an absolute psycho, we, <laughs> me, I, me, looked at looked at the picture, figured out um, what was visible behind them in the shot, and then walked around the cased the building to try to figure <laughs> out okay where where were they standing? So there's like yeah. a dumpster in the background. We figured out where the dumpster. Is behind the building, and then figured out. Okay, here's the exits. They're sort
0: of yeah. We figured out within
1: a five foot radius where they were standing when the picture was taken. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not proud of us. I'm
0: proud. (laughs) I'm so proud. That was such
2: good forethought.
0: Because
1: so then we figured out (laughs) the fastest path to that point. After the after the point, it was like
2: the saddest Ocean's Eleven movie you've ever seen. The most strategic. Thank you.
0: But then we went to see Grand Magic which was really really good and we had amazing seats.
2: So we <laughs> so when we when I was on the website looking at the like the seat roster of what's available, they the very front row was available and I suggested that to Rachel and Rachel smartly and I I credit you with this. You were like I can't handle being in the front row and I was like okay whatever. And so we got the second row. Um, I, ba- I barely held it in my body in the second row, so, like, <laughs> good, he was good job.
0: Quite near us, several, like, that he made out, like, five and feet in front yeah, of us. Yeah, he was us. mostly hanging out
1: Oof. at the far end of the stage, exactly which we is, were. like, <laughs> 10 to 15 feet away from us. That's so yeah. close. <laughs> and we got to, we got to see from 10 to 15 feet away, Garrett. Make out with a woman.
0: Yeah, and Meg kept grabbing my arm. (laughs)
2: Like... I I needed to hold on to something. I wasn't... It was so good. I
1: wasn't it's, prepared. It's a good thing we were in the second row, because in the second row, the seats were attached to the floor. Yeah. But in the first row, they were just loose seats. Oh, yeah. they would have
2: heard me, like, scooching my butt back the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Parts of Meg's body were already trying to
2: get to the stage. <laughs> I... You know what? Okay. So, I guess, again, to defend myself, I... So <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> flustered. So I can cut it out if
0: you
3: the, don't want to talk about it. No, it's fine. It's <laughs>
2: fine. So I I wore what I thought was my prettiest dress it, and it was a very pretty dress. But unfortunately, I have a lot more <laughs> tits and ass than I think the dress was made for. So what kept happening during the show was the tits and ass just kept coming out. And I kept trying to put them back where they're supposed to be. And they didn't want to be where they're supposed to be. They're Damn like girls. They're like, oh, oh Grant Wynn Davies is on stage. Here we are. So I'm really I'm glad that like even though he was close to where we were, there wasn't, to my recollection, a part where he was like standing staring out in our direction. Yes. Because if there had been I don't know what would have happened because I was very much flashing everybody in front of me. So I'm very, I'm very glad, (laughs) very glad he couldn't see. (laughs) So... Yeah, I don't know that I would wear that dress the next. You know, that was so you know, it's a theme of of the visit, I guess. I would have worn uh less revealing clothing the entire trip to baseball and the theater. I would have I would have covered up my shame a little more. Cuz every time I looked down, I was just like, "Oh no." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back get <in> there. <laughs> uh, it was uh, and I did find out that Stratford only makes DVDs of Shakespeare productions. Oh, I didn't know that. So they won't make one of Grand Magic. Did, wait, how did you find? Did you ask them? How did you find that out? uh Some because I mentioned in another podcast. I hope they make a DVD of Grand Magic. So somebody messaged me and said, "Oh, I've asked about like oh. Rocky Horror Picture Show to find out if they were ever going to release a DVD of that, and they told me no. They only release their Shakespeare productions. I wonder why. I mean, it's probably for
1: rights licensing. Yeah, it's probably rights on the play
0: because you don't have to pay anybody to. Yeah, I guess that's Shakespeare. I guess that's true. I
2: mean, it doesn't really hurt us much because GWD does so much Shakespeare that like we'll, yeah. we'll get some more.
0: With any luck, he'll be in Shakespeare next year when we put together the splashening part two. <laughs> Hi <Higer>, Gare, please <laughs> <laughs> come back. Even though we said we're going to be there, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> but then we behave. get to the very best part, which is we got through the whole play. We made it. And then we went around back to wait.
1: We went around back. (laughs) They said, Matt, go around (laughs) with the posters (laughs) to be signed to make sure we didn't miss him.
2: I had brought uh, my Comic-Con hard plastic poster tube because I was prepared, not in clothing, but in spirit. Yeah. So (laughs) we threw that in Matt's hands (laughs) and we basically threw him up the stairs (laughs) and said, run as fast as you can because – I we thought that I don't know, like, I guess that all the actors would just immediately change clothing and run out of the building because well, they knew we they were there. May. Some of
0: them did, yeah. some of them came out pretty quick because the guy who played oh, Gordon Miller, Gordon Ethel. Yeah, F. yeah, he was out pretty quick.
2: The poor man.
0: <laughs> we're <laughs> okay. like, hi, it's nice to meet you. You did a great job. Have you seen Gare? <laughs> who, who did you play in the show again?
2: He was the main guy. I feel so, I'm I. Um, Uh, This this whole experience was just mortifying. No, we
0: were so focused. It's fine because we were focused. We'd been waiting the entire
2: week to do this. Yeah. So we stood. There were two entrances that were like near each other in the back. So we were like freaky deaky going like back and forth between them. And then we realized that because it was the last night of the show, the cast was having their cast party. So we interrupted their cast party (laughs) because we're bad people. I'm so I didn't realize when I bought tickets that it was the last night. I just I thought it was like any other night. And then. Slowly, I realized it was their final night. So, like, yeah. of course, they're like they're getting sloshed and having a good time, and we're just <sighs> <sighs> heavy just, <laughs> breathing over by the stairs. God. So, so Gordon S. Miller, who plays uh, the main, like, the, well, I guess he and Garrett, I can't, I can't call him Garrett, embarrasses me. That he and GWD were like uh, the equal leads of the show. Um, he came up pretty quickly. Uh, and he was like, "Hey, what are you guys here for?" And I, I should have been like, "Hey, you were really great in this very very weird job." I don't remember anything. <laughs> okay,
3: you,
1: you told him like you did a great job, and and you mentioned that you'd seen him in something. Previously, I had seen him. Yeah, yeah. So and you thought he did a great job, and you said thank you. And he asked if we'd seen uh, his basically his child. wife and child. Anywhere around and we were like, no, we haven't seen anybody like, no, you, you mentioned. I was like, there was another you- child. Is that your child? <laughs> Do you
2: want that child?
1: <laughs> you, you mentioned you'd seen somebody up in the parking lot. Yeah. And so I think he went off looking for his family. L- looking
2: deeply concerned. And he was like, oh, who are you here for? And I, the last Canadian part of me. Because there's very few left. But the last Canadian part of me, I, I try to be really polite with strangers. and But for some reason, my whole brain and body were just jacked up. So he's like, <laughs> who are you here for? And I should have been like, oh, Mr. Wynn Davies. Sir, the man. <laughs> but instead, I'm like, oh, psh, Gare. Gare. We're here for Gare. Like <laughs> a fucking psycho. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is it... Well,
0: that's when the other guy asked us. Oh, and do you know them? Are you like his friends? Yeah, are and you like, his friends? No. We're like, no, 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 no. Just no. We're
2: just little weirdos <laughs> from the internet. We're just little psychos. <laughs> so, um, so Gordon S. Miller was there. And then, oh, I need to... um, Stephen... I want to say his last name is Torkoff Jackson. You know,
1: pause it to look up his name.
2: Maybe, yes. So Gordon S. Miller was there. He's the main guy in this play. And then also Stephen Jackman Torkoff was there. And he has a smaller role in this play, but he plays Richard II because that's another play that they're doing that, fuck, that they're doing this um, this season. So he comes out. So they're both like giant Stratford stars. And, and they're like, hey, who are you here for? And I'm like, "Gare." <laughs> i the and Steven uh Jackman Torkoff I just forgot his name that's terrible he's like he's like oh you guys friends and I'm like no <laughs> <laughs>
0: or you
1: no, as friends we said just fans.
2: just fans just fans yeah um and he's like oh like let me let me he
1: Do in... you want me to go get him
2: and I panicked I was like no
1: <laughs> Yeah, Meg was like no
2: <laughs> I literally the only thing I remember is I said I will barf <laughs> i am 35 years old I, I am ostensibly an adult person and he's like oh do you want to meet him the guy that you came to meet and i'm like no i'm gonna
1: borrow <laughs> so, so they're like no i like don't maybe in a minute and he's like I said, Just okay don't
0: rush i was like don't rush that's what i said it was like don't don't interrupt him like we'll be here it's fine and yeah, so finally, i think
1: we, we eventually said Yes, that would be nice, but don't rush. He was yeah. like,
2: "Well, if he's if he's not out in like so long, I'll just I'll mention it to him." And I'm like, "Okay, I mean, if you want to, it's fine.
3: It's okay if you want to." <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and then <laughs> this is so and traumatic. I,
1: I had seen it. I'd kind of been moving over to look in the door, and I could see down the hallway, and so I saw him walking down the hallway with a glass in his hand. <laughs>
0: I know Matt goes. And, oh, I see him,
2: and Megan and I are like, "No, no, <laughs>
3: what? don't lie to us."
2: It was as though he had said, "The predator's coming." <laughs> That's the level of panic, and I like. I don't. I just need to say.
1: But just that level of proximity is <laughs> yes. causing problems.
2: Yes, I. I have. I. This is not, like, this is going to sound like a, like a brush my shoulder off. I've met human beings before.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've met semi-famous people before. I, like, kind of famous people. And, like, I'm, I'm a shy person with strangers. It takes me a little bit to warm up. But I'm not normally <laughs> a total head case. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, normally yeah. I'm just, I'm, like, quiet. I'm not having a full-on existential <laughs> <laughs> crisis. And I don't, I can't explain to you why. And I think Rachel had the same experience. Yes. But for some reason, when GWD walked out those doors with his little plastic cup of white wine <laughs> and said, I Hi, to I'm in standby mode, it was just like, my brain loves my body.
1: <laughs> So we watched Steven finish his pizza, his yeah. slice of pizza. We didn't like
0: creeper watch him. It just right, happened. Right. In, we, yes. we noticed that yeah. he
1: finished his pizza and then he got up and he went inside. I didn't
2: see anything. <laughs>
1: and, and so I said, oh, he went inside to get gear. <laughs> and just another round of panic. <laughs> and then he, he comes out. And And he goes,
0: "Hi, I'm Garen." It was just like (laughs) he
1: he came out (laughs) the door and he walked down to the bottom of the stairs, and we're probably like twenty feet away on the other side of this concrete slab. And so I'm behind you guys, and I'm pushing (laughs) your backs, and I'm like, "Okay,
3: go say (laughs) hi." We were like like, children about to meet Santa.
2: It was literally like when you have a scared (laughs) child about to meet Santa Claus. He (laughs) saw,
1: like. One person make eye contact with him, <laughs> and two, two people. I don't know. I, I I couldn't see what you looked like from the front, but like deer apparently in it was enough for him to realize, oh, these are the people I, who I think I'm not here to meet. It was part of the poster we, tube.
2: I think we might have done the little like baby wave. You, you know? did. No, you did the like
3: er uh, uh, the like oh, just no. the
2: because you were like, Oh my god, did I just like
0: woohoo like hi? <laughs> I lost all control <laughs> of my the, whole like, body. You
2: did just the, like, where you hold your hand up and you just curl the top. Like, ooh, ooh, like, It was all I could do. I don't, I I can't, I need to repeat this. I have met human beings before. <laughs>
1: so he came over
3: and introduced I'm himself. i a lawyer.
2: <laughs> I have met, that's a good point. I have met murderers before. <laughs> I have met murderers and child molesters and, like, actually dangerous people and been in like small quarters with them and I was totally fine. I have met very nice famous people and was generally fine. I made eye contact with Garrett Wynn Davies and I like lost my fucking mind and I don't- (laughs) then we had to. Well, we asked him to sign these posters, uh, which wait. it was dark,
0: and he like walked off into the darkness with us. He was like, "How about over here?" And
1: it was just He's like, like, "Oh, I know. We like we need a place to a little table to yeah. sign these." Yeah. yeah. So, so wait, you're, wait <laughs> we you walked over there. We. Uh, Took the posters out. You
2: missed the the most mortifying part, which was when he came out and said, hi, I'm Garrett. And I said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Why?
3: Why did he say that? So
1: Rachel and Meg were both just quiet. So I said, this is Rachel and this is Meg. They're both big fans for a really long time. (laughs) We're just staring at him.
2: I don't, I can't. I can't defend myself. I can't explain it. And the worst part is I have very little independent recollection of any of this. Matt keeps saying things <laughs> that are happening and they are new to me, listener, because I don't <laughs> recall them. I know somebody mentioned we had a
0: podcast. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, like, goes, they have a goes, podcast. He goes, oh, really? For <laughs> that part. And then you were like, yeah, they're all the way up to season two. And then he asked where we were based, and I answered – but I don't think I finished answering, because he just gave me this really puzzled look, and I remember so thinking, I like, what did clarifying. he say? Oh, shit, what did he say? Because I couldn't remember what
2: he actually Cause like, asked. Because, like, probably, like, when I lived in Canada, I didn't know where North Carolina was. So, like, my guess is that when you said North Carolina, he had the same mental map of America <laughs> that I grew up with, which is New York, California, and Illinois. And Florida. And Florida. Yeah. And nothing and, and nothing else. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, and I kept handing him different colored Sharpies.
2: Like, do you want the silver one? Or do you want, he was like, no, this this one's fine <laughs> i remember him asking oh do you guys do you guys want me to like personalize it and neither rachel nor i could make words so matt was like yeah no it's fine it's fine i heard the words in my brain and i was like oh that'll be nice and my mouth was like i'm not here for you dude yeah. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh god um oh at one point uh we tried to like i we i me i tried to like shake hands and it was like almost an elbow bump and almost a handshake and i don't think anything connected at any point <laughs> I think he did shake our hands
1: right uh, at first. I at least shook his hand.
2: And I,
0: then he, like, shook my, Meg's hand. And then I was... Because in, in my mind, I was panicking, did like... Did you see it? Because I don't yeah. recall it happening. No, because in my mind, I was panicking, like, I'm next. Oh, shit, I'm next. Because you turned it tell
3: this... <laughs>
0: God. But then we got a picture with him, which was really nice. And then we let the man go, like... <laughs> Released him from having to be with these two weird women who clearly cannot form sentences in his presence, and then we had to live with that for the rest of the night. Which is when Meg downed an entire bottle of Ribena.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so so after that, we walked back. We walked back to the hotel, or yeah, the, the, the Airbnb the bar whatever. below the hotel, and Rachel's like, "We need to do a round of shots."
2: Yeah, I
0: was like, I just need to do just to
1: like I don't know, stabilize the trauma or something, <laughs> and so. But the bar closes soon.
2: I don't even know how we got back to the, the bar. I just – I we just appeared there in my memory.
1: <laughs> so we got in there and the guy was like, oh, sorry, guys. I just did last call. And we were like, oh, like we just got away from this play and we're only going – we're staying in the room upstairs. And Rachel's like, do you have any liquor? And he's like, yeah, uh, He's like, oh, did you get your complimentary drink for like staying in the Airbnb above the bar? And we're like, no, we, we haven't gotten a chance yet. And he's like, oh, OK, fine, let's just go over here. Like, I'll take care of you. So we weren't going to get like so we got beer. Yeah. We just got a shot glass of tequila. tequila.
2: Yeah. And it turns out a shot glass of tequila on total empty brain puts you in an even weirder. <laughs> Again, I direct listener, dear listener, I direct you to the website where the photo of us. Shows no brain activity at all. Just just peaceful emptiness inside my head where a brain used to live and no longer lives. I am changed forever, and I am dumber and happier for it.
0: But then we had to go back and go to bed because we had to leave to go to the airport the next day, and so I went to sleep. But I, when I woke up, there were like sixteen Discord messages back and forth between you and Meg.
2: So. So there were so the, the Airbnb was really cool. I recommend that anyone stay there. Um, I I'll have to look. Well well on the on um the notes maybe rachel can put the name of the um yeah. the bar that we stayed above because i don't recall what i
0: remembered what it was what wasn't the, the heritage something or heritage
2: tops heritage tops hey heritage Hops. look at that yeah. I, I do have some some memory from that whole week <laughs> um so the airbnb above was like patterned after the after the bar it was like really, it was really cool i would stay there again i thought it was kind of neat but there's not it's like one big it's like a what it's do you a call a studio it's a studio apartment yeah. so there's um there's no there's like there weren't a lot of plugs so to plug my phone in, I, I had to plug it in by the couch, so across from the beds. So I was a little tweaked up. I couldn't sleep. I decided to mix Ribena and uh, like flavored bubbly water, which is uh, A plus. I recommend it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, we were leaving like the next morning. Yeah. yeah. Thing, so I couldn't bring a lot of liquid. we have three beers left. So I decided to finish the three beers. Yeah, because we're,
2: we're environmentally friendly. Right? <laughs> I went I was to reading, bed.
1: <laughs> I was reading a book. And so I sat there and read a book for a couple hours, and Meg was standing at the window
2: because <laughs> my cord wasn't long phone. enough, leaning against the wall, just like live—not live, not li- whatever the equivalent of live tweeting is on Instagram—just relaying my whole experience because I was tweaked out, and then I was tweaked out even more on the ju- on the Ribena mixture, which is just like sugar crack. So I I'm surprised that my eyes were going the same direction even. But I I just I have to imagine that every time Matt looked up, it was just my glowing face in the dark as my eyes circle like left and right, like laughing to myself
3: <laughs> against the window.
2: Like a full on duel. Yeah. Yeah, right? Accurate depiction. Yeah. So uh, we yeah. So Matt and I were like giggling quietly, <laughs> getting crunked in each in our unique way, getting crunked. Yeah. Um, while Rachel tried to sleep. Oh, I was asleep.
1: I was oh, Rachel was out. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was this close to climbing on the ceiling like the girl from The Exorcist, like Reagan. <laughs> I was. I was having a full on out of body
3: experience.
2: I remember that. I don't remember meeting the man. Uh, other than calling him by his first name and being mortified for the rest of my life. And
3: <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying and, I know.
2: And saying nothing except, <laughs> the one thing I remember saying was like, oh, this show, this you guys filmed it right before I left Canada as a kid. So it reminds me of my childhood, like all the places that you go and the stuff that you see and like the clothing that you're wearing. Like that's, that's my that's home to me like that's that's my that's my whole childhood in a show with like vampires and cops and he was like uh oh, that's that's nice and that's all i remember <laughs> I, like what a weird he, fucking thing for me to say to crack. him
0: i think he made a crack about okay i'll have to watch it someday
2: like i'll have to watch the show yes. someday yeah like he hasn't seen it
0: and
1: i yeah, like he, he said that he's never watched forever night
2: which, how could you possibly, how could How could you watch 70 hours of yourself making out with strangers? <laughs> that's, a, that's a punishment in Russia. How could you possibly? And, like, how do you respond to that? Oh, you've never, we've watched you. We've watched you make out with lots of women. Yeah. It's super, well, super he hot. Well, had to have watched the episodes he directed. Well, but, like, while you're directing
0: them. Right, I mean, but, that's, but yeah. did he
1: ever just sit down, like, at home and put it on the TV.
0: I like to think we inspired him. So like he put it on when I he went back not. to the South. Because he was like, I'm flying to the South of France tomorrow. And like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, and it's all just crazy. I remember he said that. He was like, it's all just. And then he looked at me and I'm probably just staring at him. <laughs> and He goes, crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God. So I was telling. <laughs> all these flashbacks <laughs> so, that keep coming back to me. So for the, for the podcast, like distribution platform yeah there's metrics to see and you can see like the geolocated um like countries uh, and they're kind of hand-wavy guesses most of the time but uh you can see like the percentage of your downloads in each country that has had users that download the podcast and so for like the next week i was telling rachel You know, he's probably going to go home and tell his wife, oh, yeah, I met these crazy people that apparently they're doing a podcast for this TV show I was in like three decades ago. I think you're
0: giving us way more credit. And then her her being
1: like, well, I got to listen to this.
2: (laughs) We didn't even.
0: I So we've been
1: watching the metrics to see if anybody downloads it in France. No,
2: no. I didn't even have the. The what do you call it the presence of mind to say the name of the podcast i was just like my friends have a podcast it's very cool it's all about you (laughs) like like, it's i
0: I, it's fine i don't i have no expectations for whether or not he would listen to it it was just funny that none of us could get it out we were just like it's never happened to me before
2: like i don't i literally um and feel feel free to cut this part out but like the reason that I have suggested to Rachel that we do a separate mini series all about all of Gare's other—I'm sorry, Mister Wynn Davies, sir—all of his <laughs> other works is partly because I think it would be funny, like it'd be fun to watch some of this older stuff, but partly as an inoculation <laughs> because I feel like maybe if we if we just imbibe all of it, uh, we just okay. fill our bodies and spirits
0: it's with like it. It's like iocane powder. If we just take yes. small doses, eventually yes. we can become immune.
2: Yes, I'm not even, I'm not a, I, this is not a joke. This is like my actual serious. <laughs> this is not a joke. This, okay. this is yes. my actual serious right. <laughs> thought for how to prepare ourselves body and soul.
0: I want to see if there's anything he's been in that he hasn't made out with somebody.
2: We've uh we
0: know that uh, in two. Hypercube we found two things: Hypercube and then his very first thing, which is Fatal like Harvest, Deadly Harvest, or something like that. The yeah. one, but he's Gary Davies in that. So
2: does that count? I mean, for the completeness of the podcast, it absolutely does count. Yeah, but that was my that was my thought: is that if we just keep imbibing, <laughs> maybe at some point we'll be able to stand within fifty meters of him and <laughs> not have a full on emotional blackout. And I actually so. Um, I keep mentioning that we that there's the uh, there's the Facebook groups, there's the Garrett wynn Davies fan club Facebook group, and then there's the Forever Night fan Facebook group. And I posted some of our photos and like I put some information into both groups because I thought no one else on the internet's gonna care about this, but you guys might. You guys seem cool. So I posted that stuff and several other women who had met him were <laughs> like, Oh yeah, no, we also blacked out the first time. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what I don't So, like, it makes me feel better that it's not that we just both, like, were roofied by his charms, which we were. But, like, it makes me feel, like, a little less, uh, like, an outlier. But also, what is happening that every woman who meets this man immediately blacks out and cannot remember after. I keep teasing Matt. I'm like, you're the only one who has any memory of this whole event. What secrets did he tell you? What magic did you learn? Like is Rachel now like the luckiest girl in town? You just using all your GWT Yeah, look at that. Look at Matt's Okay. I listeners, I wish you could see this because the look on Matt's face is like very Cheshire cat right now. Yeah. The the magic of the makeout king, the Toronto tongue tornado, the things that that this (laughs) man <laughs> the things that this man has taught Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't ever listen to this. <laughs> I I can say these things because I know in my heart he will never. My please. immediate
0: thought was if we made a T-shirt for him that said that.
2: <laughs> I I believe he would wear it with pride. <laughs> I
0: made you something.
2: Don't open it till you get on the plane. <laughs> but the only <laughs>
1: you promise not to open it till you're airborne. <laughs>
2: His wife is going to be like, "Can I get a restraining order across continents?" <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Claire. <laughs> He's all yours. Okay, I'm so sorry. So uh, the only thing that is keeping me at all sane and not so mortified that I dig a hole in the ground and bury myself in it is that I think he had been having such a good time at the cast night party, based on the fullness of the cup of white wine and the and the the gentle wafting of the smell of white wine coming off of him that I don't think he recalls meeting us, and I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, because it's just like, how do you, if that happens to every woman who meets you, maybe you're just used, you just used to that blackout happening and you keep pamphlets for the men, I guess, in your back pocket. But like <laughs> after
0: care,
1: <laughs> I would say his pay, his face was fairly flushed. Uh, so he was, he was
2: having, having a good, good time. time. Was it was his closing night. Like, yeah. good for him. Yeah, Plus, like, what's he going to do tomorrow? He's going to be on a plane. You can be hungover on a plane. Yeah, I'm sure fine. he's been hungover on a plane before. <laughs> All the way to south of France. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's as much as I remember. And I'm so sorry that we don't remember more. And but... then we
0: flew home the end. <laughs> we drove back and flew home. And then we just had to live with the fact that we were not in Stratford. We were not in Toronto. And we won't be until next year. But that's OK.
2: But I'm definitely going to get a membership to the Stratford Festival because it was it was so amazing. I am I am kicking myself that I never went as a kid. Like, yeah. I'm I'm really frustrated by it.
0: It was only, like, an. it was no farther for me to go when we used to go to Michigan every summer than it would have been for you to go.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Stratford's what? It was, what, like,
2: less than two hours, maybe?
1: It was two hours from where Rich and I grew up in Michigan. And
0: it was about an hour and a half, like, hour and 40 minutes from Toronto. But I think that was mostly traffic.
2: Well, and we were, we, that's from us leaving right by the Skydome. So, like, literally the very, very, very heart of Toronto, like, downtown Toronto Right a after third a, the after drive a Blue Jays game right. was the Blue
1: Jays traffic. Yeah.
2: yeah, so like really on a normal day, like you're not going to be driving out from the very heart during a game. Like it's, it was not very far at all. Stratford seemed like a really cute little town. I'm sad that uh, we didn't spend more time there. To they're see doing like more a Gilmore Girls
0: themed thing, right? They have the Stars Hollow in Stratford because they're like we're like Stars Hollow, which is the town. I, I follow Stratford on Instagram now too.
2: At Stratfest.
0: It's so cute.
2: I would definitely, I, I'm looking forward to going back and getting a chance to explore. I'm looking forward to going back and getting a chance to see some of the plays. I'm looking forward to going back and maybe talking to people like a human being with thoughts in my head. That seems like a
3: neat <laughs> change goals. of pace. Hashtag
0: goals. <laughs> I think it's good. I think we're going to do good next time. You know, we'll just bring more women and we'll put them in front of us. So they get so the, they, full get, they,
1: get the <laughs> they, they can absorb the shock. They, wave. Get,
3: Radiation?
0: they get the, you know, they absorb the shock and then we actually get to continue to function. I think that would that'd be fine. <laughs>
2: Or definitely or bring Matt at least with a pen and some paper so he can write down what happened. We need to get him to film it next time so we can rewatch it. Oh God, no. Uh, (laughs) I couldn't I couldn't even make a handshake happen. I was like, uh, hand, elbow, hand hand, hand. Like it was I have never lost I'm surprised, honestly, that I didn't shit myself because I lost all control of all of my body. My hands, my mouth, my brain, my face. Like I've never Look at those photos, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Just mortifying. Just yeah. absolutely mortifying. But we had a good uh, we had a I think we had a good time. Yeah,
0: we had a great time. So that was the story of our time in Toronto. You, you
1: had as good of a time as Natalie had at the restaurant with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But, um...
2: Getting her neck meat caressed. Okay, let's...
1: <laughs> We could have both had our neck meets for would
2: We wouldn't know. remember. Yeah.
1: Good thing I was there.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> the things that you know, Matthew. That's the worst part
0: <laughs> at is least I you know. Have,
1: at least I could pass on some of the, the Here's happenings. what you did.
2: Here's what he asked. Here's what you said in response. Yeah. Well, I know what you're willing to say is the, <laughs> is the problem. I, none of us will ever know the truth. I mean, it's as uh, I was listening to the podcast on the drive here because uh, I only have one source of entertainment, and it's you two. But um, <laughs> hashtag find the lie. So I was listening, and you were talking about uh, like the fallibility of human memory, and I was like, I was like, yeah, a <laughs> mundo, <correctamundo>, buddy. <laughs> but the things that you know and will never and will never tell us, they yeah. drive me mad. <laughs> So next time, I I hope that we have have some recollection.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We are planning to return next year just as a wrap up for this. Eventually, if you follow me on the website, I'll put up a like interest form for anybody else who might want to at least meet up when we get there. Um, So I'll just put up like a thing so you can get yourself added to a mailing list so I can just send out information as I have it. I hesitate to call this anything organized. It would just be like, here's where we're going to be if anybody else wants to be there, too. So I'll put that on the website. I'll probably announce it on Instagram, and I might share it in the Facebook group. It just depends on how ambitious I'm feeling. So if you want to just check back into the website periodically, that's probably the best thing to do. Or, I don't know, join our Patreon. Join our Patreon. I mean,
2: it's it's very cool. If uh, if you're obnoxious enough in there long enough, they will invite you to be on the podcast. <laughs>
0: That's how that works. Uh, yes. So I don't know. It occurs to me that I plug Patreon every time and then maybe my entire audience doesn't know what that is. But it's a website um, where you have the chance to support creators um, and each creator sets up their own tiers. And so we have a dollar tier. We have a five dollar tier and then we have some higher tiers as well. But um the dollar tier just gets you like our undying gratitude
1: well, and it, it gets you content uh, posts yeah Patreon and any patron posts, exclusive posts like the
0: watch along tracks
1: the watch along tracks for yeah. certain episodes the
0: cocktail Fremonite recipes
1: fan fiction
0: Yes.
2: Which is quality, I recommend it. <laughs> my she old, old, kissed. old
0: Rachel's fan high
1: school <laughs> <laughs> <Fan> <laughs> Forever fiction. Night fan fiction. Um and
0: then the five dollar tier gets you in the Discord, which is where Matt and I generally converse with people. I see people leave comments and stuff. I don't generally read comments. Um sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but I get stressed out when I read comments. So I just kind of I have to compartmentalize comments. So that's where I'm generally the most responsive is in the Discord. In the discord, But that's all through Patreon. We don't run that website. Patreon's an entirely independent thing. We're just like members and then you join our page and you pay for the privilege of talking to us.
2: <laughs> it sounds really strange, it's but there very you cool go. Enough. Look, it works for sororities. So why not yeah. for this, I mean, the internet a, sorority? What's a
0: dollar a month? You know, and to you, not that much. But just knowing that people are willing to pay a dollar a month to be like, cool, you're doing a good job. Here's a buck. It's kind of fun. It's nice. We're up to eight patrons. I don't know. I feel like I'm bragging, but... I mean, you're internet famous now. We got eight. So I guess we'll just leave it there until next time. Thank you, Meg, for coming and doing the director's cut of the...
2: Thank you for having me and letting this internet weirdo into your life to take you across (laughs) an international border. No, mom was so worried. (laughs) She was like, did you have a good
0: time? And I was like, yeah, we did. We had a really good time. She goes... Okay, because sometimes when you go traveling with people that maybe... What she's trying to say is you met this woman on the internet and then you went off to another country with her.
2: Uh, I also had... So so my my uh, current and former co-workers in Elko were uh, watching our Instagram posts to make sure that I still had both kidneys and was alive. So... We like, it was a leap yeah, of faith in a lot it's of ways. Fine,
0: it was, she already knows where I live. It's perfectly fine. So <laughs> that's good for it us. feels like a good one. So until next time, friends. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs>